Fuck yeah. Shout outs. Jules. <laughs> okay, Jules, that's enough. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I don't know what came over me just then. Uh, I was thinking in my head, like, how do I do my show? And I was like, okay, well, one, I clap. That's sort of my thing. I invented clapping. What's the other thing? I invented sound effects. What's the other thing I invented? Oh, disliking advertisements. That was something I invented. Um, listen, I, I don't even want to do this. I got to be honest. I don't even want to do this because I know that Mike from Red Bar Radio is afraid of me. He said it on the last episode where he talked about me. He did like, I don't know, four to six hours about me to some degree on his show. And it's about the copying thing. We got over this in 2011. I could have sworn. I did. I got over the whole copying thing in 2011. Uh, since then, I've been told I'm copying Howard Stern, Keemstar, Sam Hyde, Weird Al, Chris D'Elia, and a whole host of other nobodies, somebodies, and what? Over and over again, all of these disparate personalities that I seem to be copying, and yet the one I, I keep having to hear it from the guy himself, this Red Bar Radio guy, and I was telling you guys, stop messaging me about him talking about me, stop messaging me about him copying my stuff. It's a troll. It's gotta be a troll. I know this. I refuse to fall for a troll because I trolled him in 2011 and he fell for it. And I'm not going to be that stupid. And I wasn't going to talk about it. But then to do four to six hours about it, it seems so crazy. You know, I've gotten several desperate, scared messages from Mike from Red Bar Radio over the years, I mean the past like couple years, where he has messaged me to say, we're cool, right? You know, we're friends. Hey, yeah, fuck yeah. We're friends, right? Shout outs. I don't know how I'm doing an impression of him right now since apparently I'm copying him all the time. I don't know who I am anymore. I could have sworn I started doing comedy when I was 13 years old, professionally, on a stage for people. And yet, Somehow, in 2011, all of a sudden, I'm now copying a man. And I knew we were over it because he kept messaging me, we're cool, we're friends. Oh, yeah, no, I'll come on your show. Yeah, no, you can play my clips on your show. It's cool. Everything was fine. Something is off. Something's been off. I keep getting messages from people. Red Bar Radio is copying you. It's been happening since September of last year when he copied the 9-11 Crash-tacular, a thing that we had been doing for five to six years? I don't know! I don't know anymore! What's going on? You know, I made this joke. I cracked wise about him copying the Crash-tacular thing on the show, and ever since then, Mike David has been on pins and needles when it comes to this copying thing, and I'd listen in occasionally to the show, or I'd have people message me, and I'd hear him doing shit, it is from Pod Awful. I mean, cut and dry from Pod Awful. His latest one, this is insane to me. We've been doing this thing where we go, what are your crimes? Crimes. 
crimes, crimes, crimes. We've been doing this since 2016. And two weeks ago, Red Bar Radio starts doing, I don't know, sounds like Dalia's got a few crimes. And in my head, I'm like, okay, once or twice, maybe, but he just keeps doing it. He did it in the episode about me copying. Am I falling for a troll? Is that what's happening? Am I falling for a troll? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, but I don't think so because something else has happened, okay? I've been trying to put this together in my head. You know, I've got a lot, I've got a bunch of examples of Red Bar copying, not just me either, but a lot of stuff. And I'm not doing this episode to say Mike is ripping off man cow, okay? Listen, Mike on his show tried to do something that liars do. And Mike is a liar, all right? Gloves off, fuck it, I don't give a shit anymore. He asked me to not do a follow-up response. He's so scared. He asked me to not do a follow-up response. And there's a reason. There's a reason he left me alone after 2012, okay? There's a reason he's been private messaging me these, I don't know, watcha, are we okay, are we cool? Jesse, what's going on? Why are your listeners making fun of me, Jesse? There's a reason for all of this. He's on pins and needles, a liar has to be. I've never been scared of any of this. I've never been scared of it. He accuses me of sitting around thinking about this time in 2011. He accused me of copying this whole time. Meanwhile, it's apparently been in the back of his head this whole time. I've just been making the funniest show I know how to make, the show I want to watch. Red Bar used to be a show I wanted to watch. That hasn't been the case in a long time. It's kind of ridiculous to claim I'm copying a show that is, at best, background noise while I'm taking a shower, okay? It's like Red Bar goes the longest of the podcasts, of the thousands of podcasts I've ever been subscribed to. It's like five hours long sometimes, so it really fills a lot of that background noise I need when there's not enough episodes of The Office reappearing on Comedy Central. Oh, boy. It's either Red Bar or reruns of The Office. Boy, that Dwight is funny. So several people pointed something out to me. I'm all over the place, and I'm going to be all over the place in this episode, all right, because it's so much. It's impossible to go through all of this. We're talking about eight years. We're talking about a troll. You know, I did this troll uh, a little while ago. It was a seven-month-long troll. Well, tonight I've got an eight year, almost nine year long troll for you guys, something I've never discussed on the show. And I didn't discuss it out of, I don't know, a mutual understanding with Mike David. Okay. I never brought this up, but I've got all the receipts. I've got all the proof and it's going to be very interesting, but I'm still left wondering why after all of this time, is Mike all of a sudden upset with me? You know, according to him, I've been copying him this whole time. So what in 2020 is different? Several people messaged me, and they tell tell me they noticed something, something peculiar when it comes to the episode Mike did about me just the other day. They noticed that Mike was not the one to bring it up. And it almost seemed like Mike was not the one who wanted to talk about it. Weirdly enough, the one who wanted to talk about it and the one who brought it up 
and seemingly the one who actually watches my show. Because we know Mike watches, we know he's subscribed, he's been in the chat room. But I don't think that was his own doing. I don't think any of this was. I think it was all, and I'm not kidding, Red Bar Radio's Jules, Jules David, Jules Felker. Okay? I didn't think of this on my own. Multiple people said to me, they floated the theory, multiple people now, that Jules, she kept saying, now she said a lot of mean, nasty things about me, but that's their whole thing. They go back and forth. Oh, we're nice, we're mean, we're nice, we're mean. That's, I mean, I'm no retard. I'm not Mersh sitting here thinking I was actually friends with Mike David. The man has zero friends. It's none. It's zero friends. He's got a wife, no friends, okay? If he didn't have her trapped in that house with him, there'd be nobody. It it would be, he would go visit his parents every once in a while, and that's about it. Mike's parents, by the way, copied my parents. My parents got a place in Florida. Mike's parents got a place in Florida. I don't know. It's a, there's a lot of copying going on, but listen, okay? I'm just, again, this is not my theory. Jules... What I'm being told said that she, and I have not watched this show, by the way. I have to say this. I should preface it with this. I have not, because I thought it would be funnier. I tuned in live for the show after they had already finished talking about me, and then they went on for another few hours talking about me. I called in and everything, but I missed most of that show. It was live, and it's in his bonus content section, and I do mean bonus, and I don't, I didn't watch it. I just didn't go back and watch it. And instead, I had my audience go and watch it, okay? Go and listen to it. I told them, you have to check out this show. And I did it that way because I thought it would be a very funny experiment. I wanted to get their unbiased opinions on this, okay? So rather than me, you know, like Mike did with me twice now, come on here and play you the thing and then poison the well. And Mike's been poisoning the well. It's what liars do. Rather than do that, I just said, here's the episode. Go listen to it, okay? Enjoy it. Go listen to it. And I got a lot of feedback from it, and I still haven't listened to it. I can only go off of what I was told by my listeners. And keep in mind, many of my listeners also already listen to Red Bar Radio. So some of these people are unbiased, when it comes to this, they like both shows. And I'm not talking about Studi, all right? And several of these people said to me, Jules mentioned multiple times that she likes you. And she says, well, he's copying Mike, so that makes me like his show. They mentioned how they like the Santa Cruz Joker stuff I do. And Mike has mentioned that to me before. He said for some reason to me, he told me that Jules looks like the Santa Cruz Joker when she gets out of the shower, which I never wanted to picture that. You know, that's what Reddit's for. I don't want to see these things. So apparently she's the one who watches Pod Awful. I think this is the theory being floated to me. I think she subscribed to Pod Awful maybe two years ago or so. I think Mike, you know, would mention me in passing. Oh, that guy, that guy who copies me. And she finally said, well, let me check it out. And in her mind, Mike's now convinced her I'm copying him. So she watches it. And by the way, my show is 
more entertaining, more fun. We're actually doing stuff on this show instead of just watching the screen. And she started to like it. And this is uncomfortable. I hate saying this. I hate it. But this was not my theory. People were telling me it almost sounded like she had a little bit of a crush on you. To me, that sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. But then I started thinking back to the episodes I've been listening to. And, you know, I've noticed all the little digs that are happening. And I've been doing the little digs, too. I've been poking the bear, poking the bar over and over again. I've been trying to make this show happen, basically. Just to see. I just wanted to see what he was thinking in his head. I just kind of want to figure out this Rubik's Cube, you know? But I noticed all these little digs. But every time, now that I think about it, every time I get brought up on Red Bar, oftentimes it's Jules bringing me up. Over the past few weeks, she has brought me up on the show multiple times. And you could say, well, she's the one who hates you. She doesn't like that you're copying her husband. But that's not the vibe that several people got, several unbiased listeners got listening to that show. And so I'm thinking about, I'm doing the math on this, and I go, well, listen, Mike's like 40 years old. You know, he's an old guy. They're like 10 years apart. There's nothing wrong with that. I have no problem. My parents are 13 years apart in age. I got no problem with that. I got no problem that 16's legal in Canada. And that that was a line in the Chris D'Elia parody song I did. There's no problem there, okay? But I'm thinking about it, and, you know, Mike, he's getting older. None of their references match up. He'll make a reference. She doesn't understand it. He's got to explain it. Meanwhile, he's asking her, what are the cool outfits to wear? Yeah. What are the cool outfits right now? What are, who are the cool makeup YouTubers to watch? <laughs> Which cool makeup YouTuber are the kids watching right now? Jules? And she's got to explain to him, um, I don't know, James Charles? What's going on with all the the little kids on YouTube right now, Jules? And it's got to be frustrating for her. And I'm sure she'd put up with it. You know, we all put up with our spouses. I've got a fiancé. We're not on the same page on everything. You know, she's a beautiful woman. She's very funny. I love her but I don't want to hear about her stupid fucking shit sometimes. She believes in like the craziest things. So I can understand putting up with that sort of thing. It's not that, and it's not the age, but when you also add in the part where, you know, now Mike is claiming he's like dying. I'm not kidding. He's claiming to have, I don't know if it's fibromyalgia or some other Steven Crowder lady disease. He's claiming to have some sort of disease that's like killing him and he's not looking good and he's having to do like he's having to skip shows sometimes and it's getting pretty bad and whatever this is he keeps referring to it as an autoimmune disease so my head naturally goes to oh he's got AIDS okay it's AIDS cool am I allowed to do this? So I've been thinking about, like, what is it he's got, right? And, you know, I know a thing or two about Mike from Red Bar. I did listen to the show for a a while. And I started putting the pieces together of what, what kind of immunity, deficiency diseases are there? What could he have? And I remembered something. I think his brother has this same disease. 
I'm pretty sure Mike's got Crohn's, which would be highly embarrassing for him. That's a disease for an old man who poops his pants, okay? That's a disease where you have to get a colostomy bag. You poop into a bag out of your tummy from now on. (laughs) By the way, that's copying me as well. Having the insides of an old man and doing your waist into a bag. I did that one first. But they fixed me. You can't fix Crohn's, right? I got surgery. I don't have PP problems anymore. Mike, if I'm right, got surgery and now permanently has a bag full of shit on the outside of his body, which is no good. So I was thinking about it. I was like, nah, there's no way, right? But then I realized it's the middle of summer. It's sweltering heat. And on every episode of a show, he's wearing a cardigan or a hoodie. Now, that could only be for two reasons. Maybe he has lost such a considerable amount of weight that he's so rail thin and noodly, he's embarrassed by the way, he looks, you know, I, whenever I see a fashion choice on somebody, I go, what is the issue they're trying to cover up? Fashion choices are always, what is the issue you're trying to cover up? It's always what it is. I wear these glasses because I can't see so well. These are prescription. But the other thing is I spend so much time in front of a computer, it's destroyed my eyes and light hurts my eyes now. That's why I started wearing these. So I look at Mike, I go, why would you wear a hoodie in the middle of summer? Well, maybe you're noodly armed or maybe you're hiding your crap bag. (laughs) Hide the bag, not ideal. (laughs) Jules has to change that bag. You know, and he did 10 hours of a show the other day. I don't think he ever got up to go take a poop. This is a guy who had a joke a long time ago where it was like, let's drink an ice-cold glass of diarrhea or something like that. And now he's a diarrhea man. He's an outside-his-body diarrhea man. Allegedly, if I'm right. So imagine being Jules, a girl who moved to America from Canada at the sweet and tender age of 12 years old at most, to be with a man who you thought was going to take care of you forever, and you're now riding high on YouTube clickbait. You've got all these subscribers from YouTube clickbait thumbnails, and you should be at the top of your game, and now these terrible, terrible things are happening. Your 15-year-old nudes are leaked, which, by the way, why were you taking nudes when you were 15? That's bad. And now your husband's falling apart and crapping into a bag. I think maybe Jules' eyes started to wander. And where would they wander but to a guy who is copying Red Bar Radio? Jules is in love with me, and I have accidentally cucked Mike David. I use that explosion sound effect for a reason. Um, You know, I started using this thing. I've got the video. I found it. The episode is uh, from January 6th, 2015, I believe. 2015? Yes. I believe it's 2015. I started using this little sound effects box. And the second ever sound I used on it 
was this one. Because one of my heroes, one of my, the, I mean, one of my biggest comedy idols and inspirations is a fella, I don't know if you've ever heard of Mike David. No, I'm kidding. It's David Letterman. And he used to do this thing where he'd throw a pencil through a fake window and it would play a glass breaking sound effect. And when I played that the first time, I said, it's glass breaking. So get it? Glass breaking. But then the one I ended up using, I thought that would be the one I would end up using. The one I ended up using way more is actually the first button on the sound machine. It's the clapping sound. Okay. And I started doing that because of the other big inspiration. And actually the reason I started doing a podcast, and it's of course my, I'm no, I had never heard of Red Bar Radio or Mike David when I started my podcast. It was Adam Carolla, a guy that I would say, it's fair to say, Red Bar Radio has gained a lot of inspiration from himself. Adam Carolla is the reason I started doing that clapping sound effect thing. I'm making fun of soundboards, and Adam Carolla is one of the worst when it comes to radio shows or podcasts with soundboards. He had a whole guy just to run a soundboard named Bald Brian, and one of the effects they would use all the time, especially when introing people, when the show would start, when they would bring on their guest, when someone would say something, they'd play this sound. And it's almost exactly this same sound. It just didn't come out of a shitty little box like this. To me, this was a funny thing. It was a big funny thing. But something I learned from the big show that Mike did about me, that I have to assume he did, because he's been sitting there, a prisoner in his own home, being forced to watch my show because of his wife, who has fallen in love with me. And I'm sorry about that. I'm so sorry. I'd, I have a fiancé. I'm not... In, Jules, I'm, I gotta say this. I'm not interested. No offense, but... I mean, my, my wife is beautiful, and so you... Jules has been compared to looking like me. <laughs> and I think I'm ugly. Like, I agree with Red Bar. I'm not a good-looking guy. And the person Jules, they say it looks like, is me. So now I'm left wondering. Jules wants to leave Mike for me and watches my show all the time and makes him watch it. Did Mike marry Jules because she looks like me? He knew me first. I was first. This is getting creepy and incestuous. But anyway, the clapping thing. I learned on his show, Mike David, and I'm not kidding. He said this. This is real. He said he invented clapping. Now, my audience laughed at that because that sounds like a silly thing to say. He invented clapping. Obviously, clapping's been around for a long time. But what he means, I'm going to be fair, what he means is he invented doing that on the radio. And you know, I have always been very kind about Red Bar. I've always been very truthful about Red Bar. I have, in my own privacy, where I didn't think Red Bar was going to see it, I wasn't trying to get any clout, I have defended Red Bar. I, on Reddit, you can actually probably still see the post. I made this big, long response to somebody shitting on Red Bar going, to be fair, he's been around since 2013. He started a lot of these things. And as much as I have my differences with the guy, he came first. And that's true. He's been around so long. So I want to show you a video 
from many, many years ago of Mike David from Red Bar Radio inventing clapping on the radio, okay? This is one of his many complaints about me. He said, I copied that. He said, I copied not doing ads. He said, I copied having a bonus content section, um, which I could have sworn I was copying a cam girl when I did that, but okay. Here's the video of Mike David in 1982 inventing clapping. Housewife? Yep. Mm-hmm. Kids? One daughter. One daughter? Did you breastfeed her? Yep. Very good. You're very liberated. What age did you stop? How old was the kid when you stopped breastfeeding? Uh, about four months. Why'd you stop? Were you uptight? Did she start no, biting? no. Did she bite your nip? She got started on regular food and then she wasn't anymore. Okay. That's what happened to my wife. She got bit a couple of times, but she's still doing it. She's like a masochist or something. I'm going to keep doing it. I don't care. It's important. The baby needs your nutrition. Yeah, but I need you to have, I need you to have two of those things, man, for me to like you cosmetically. I'll let the baby bite them off. Why is it, though, that you oh, feel I'm you so need sorry. to use everything? Wait a second. Got to, because it makes Stop the show the interesting. presses. Oh, wait, that's Howard Stern in 1982, a different Jewish guy. Um, may, I don't know, maybe the most famous guy to ever do a talk radio show. Is that right? I don't know. You tell me. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's a huge thing from the early days of Howard Stern for everyone to clap on the show. They did it constantly, all the time. They said it brought up energy. Howard Stern has talked about this. There's no way Mike David doesn't know that. It's impossible for him to not know that. He's copied a lot of people. He's been copying me. He copies Howard Stern. He copied Man Cow. He copied his contemporaries, other podcasts that you guys probably haven't even heard of, but I have, and I'll tell you all about it. He copied Opie and Anthony. Literally everything he does is just the Opie and Anthony Jocktober thing. I've never even listened to any of these radio guys, and I know that. And of course, the one I have listened to, Adam Carolla, he copied him. He does Gavin McInnes' voice constantly. Constantly, he doesn't know he does it anymore. Originally, it was him just doing a little impression. Now it's just him. When I, Ryan Katsu Rivera, who works with Gavin McInnes, knows Gavin McInnes better than anybody, including Gavin McInnes' own wife, Ryan and I will sit around and we do an impression of Mike David. We make fun of him, okay? We do this impression of Mike David with each other. I was just on the phone with him. I don't know how I do an impression of a guy I talk like all the time, but we sit there and we go, oh yeah, fuck yeah. And then when we do it, every time we do the impression, it accidentally becomes Gavin McInnes because we realize they do that same thing. Let me tell you something. These guys are bad. Who was that? Was that Gavin McInnes or Red Bar Radio? Well, it depends on if you're talking about The Left or Logan Paul. That's the only main difference. Listen, I don't give a shit about the copying thing. I've been called a copycat of so many people. Everybody gets called a copycat. The biggest guys out there are actual copycats, and everybody just lets them get away with it. I'm not sitting around documenting each of these, okay? I just hear it go, huh, and let it move along. But now you've forced my hand. I got to talk about this. So I want to start this off by apologizing. I apologize that I've cucked you 
when it comes to Jules. I know she's the one who made you start watching the show. I've been existing for since 2009. You didn't start watching my show until like two years ago. So obviously it had to have been some new influence on your life to make you start watching it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry it's come to this. I really am. I deeply and truly am. Okay? But in 2011, when you covered me the first time, I was trolling you. And how you never picked up on that, it's so embarrassing that eventually I gave up on the idea of ever talking about it. In 2011, December of 2011, there's a Red Bar show. You can go back and find it in his bonus content section right now where he does a whole thing about me copying him. And it's very interesting, the part he leaves out. It's very, very interesting. Now, I didn't end up talking about it. And the reason we're here eight years later, finally revealing the punchline of this joke is because after he made fun of me, and I was a tiny, tiny show, and Red Bar was very big in the podcasting world. After he made fun of me, his listeners went and they gave my iTunes reviews so many down votes, one star, whatever, that I, to this day, only have three stars on Apple Podcasts. So at that point, I thought, okay, better not poke the bear, the bar, any harder on this. And eventually, as time moved on, I kind of forgot about it. And then when Mike kind of came back talking to me again, I went, well, he's being nice. So why embarrass the guy? Well, thanks for the reason, I guess. Here comes the punchline of the eight-year joke all of the other copies we could find, and it ain't easy to find these because, goddamn, your shows are six hours long and they're not on YouTube. You can't search the transcripts. But I had to do it. I had to do it. And I don't know if I'm even putting this one permanently behind the Pizza Fund wall. I might not. Just in case this is a Pizza Fund-only show and you're just seeing the preview intro for it, go join the Pizza Fund if you want to find out the, uh, the full story here and see all the copies and see everything. But I'm going to preface it all with this. On the show, Mike, the liar, I mean, the guy literally lies about being Jewish. If you can't trust a guy to tell you the truth about who and what he is, what can you trust him with? He tried to poison the well by saying, oh yeah, he's going to call me man cow. Oh, so many people have called me man cow. It ain't about man-cow and being man-cow and sounding like man-cow. It's about this right here. Every single thing when it comes to me copying Red Bar Radio is the direct result of this image right over my shoulder. Okay? Join the pizza fund, potawful.pizza. Be careful, pot. <laughs> Be careful, they say in the chat room because Red Bar invented theme songs. Uh, that's probably true. Uh, 75 viewers, that's pretty high for a $12 episode, right? Uh, technically, no. I mean, we could have a lot more live viewers in here than that. Way more. Um, 
technically no, but I get what you're getting at. I don't know. Maybe Red Bar is giving out the link and sharing it. That's fine. That's fine. Welcome, everybody. You're here now. Hope you enjoy it. Should we start with this then? I mean, since you're here, should... <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't even know where to be. I, I don't want to do this. I mean, I really don't. This isn't something I want because it's so stupid. It's so dumb and it's going to make him look so stupid. It really is. I almost feel too bad to do it. It's incontrovertible evidence that one, the copying thing is bullshit, but two, how stupid he is. And his listeners are fucking stupid too. You know, he's got the same problem. We talked about with Mike, we talked about the whole 33% of the audience is retarded. Way more of his audience is retarded now. And he's been complaining about that on his own show. He's been doing Mersh style spurg outs, which by the way, making fun of Mersh, that's another copy. I made fun of Mersh first. You were too afraid to make fun of ROTC until I did it. I mean, honestly, it's like, it's so, it's so transparent. It's so pathetic. But he's been doing these Mersh style spurg outs on his chat room lately for how stupid they are. And it's like, well, what do you expect when you've, when you have brought in the audience of the people you make fun of by doing these clickbait YouTube videos? It's exactly what ROTC did to Owen Benjamin. They, they got Owen Benjamin's fans as their fans. Well, now your audience are stupid Owen Benjamin fans. So now Mike David's audience are stupid Chris D'Elia fans, stupid Joey Coco Diaz fans. Why would you want these people? This is why I'm so against getting new people. I want you to find the show on your own and not know about the stuff I'm already talking about. Because if you already know about that stuff, you're brain dead. Your brain is goop. There's nothing left inside. So anyway, Mike is Jewish. I'm just kidding. Let's start the show. Let's go believe the internet. It's pot awful. I'm so sorry. Okay, pot awful. Pot awful TV. Oh, y'all is doing it right. Pot awful sucks, you faggot. Hot boy. I hate the gay job. You scam artist, douchebag. You're the worst. Motherfucker. Just give up. You fucking little piece of shit. You're no, crazy. No, You're sick of your hair. You faggot. Jackass. Pot awful sucks. You know what? You're not funny. I want to really kick your ass. My mom doesn't like it when I mention Pot Awful anymore. Yeah, somebody says I was a stupid Maddox fan before listening to Pot Awful and seeing the light. Well, I mean, listen, we got some... You're kind of proving my point. Not that you are stupid, but we got some of Maddox's fans back then when I was on his network, and a lot of them are no longer with us because I do everything in my power to get rid of the stupidest people. Obviously, we still have some stupid people. <laughs> There's some you just can't shake off. But Maddox's fans who started listening to my show were some of the most obnoxious, dumbest people on earth. And all of the people who stuck around, they stopped listening to Maddox and now only listen to Pod Awful. Obviously, if you can do that, then there might be some value in those people, but that is almost never the case. That is actually something very specific to this show. It's something that happened eight years ago when Mike David did this to me. Every time I've ever been covered by any other show, made fun of, trolled, whatever, by any other show, I end up getting a portion of that guy's fan base. It happened with the dickheads as well. You guys remember that. Happened with Maddox. Happens all the time. 
Most of them end up going because we try to turn them away, and then a few end up permanently switching sides. There are people in my audience that came from Red Bar that never turned their back. Um, you know, they, they messaged me privately and said, I don't want Red Bar to know, but I'm a big fan of your show. And now here we are, 2020. They don't listen to Red Bar anymore. Okay. I just talked the guy, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to dox him for the first time. I always mention this guy and I never say his name. There's this guy named Cameron. That's all I'll say. His name's Cameron. He was a Red Bar. I mean, diehard Red Bar fan. And I just talked to him the other day about this whole thing. He's like, oh, I don't listen to Red Bar anymore. I haven't listened to them in years. I had no idea. I had no clue that's what was going on. He hadn't listened to them in years. He's like, no, it's terrible. Mike sucks. Great. And that explains why you've stuck around for so long. So cool. Am I allowed to clap now? Now that you know that Mike stole clapping, am I allowed to do my bit of making fun of podcasts and radio shows? So... Obviously, you know, I mean, this is all just spite. This is all just, well, fuck you then. I'm saying I don't want to do it. I got no real malice in my heart here. I feel like my hand has been forced. I feel the exact same way I did when I had to go in the kill stream. If I don't do it, I'm a pussy. It's why I called into Red Bar the other night. They said, call in. If I didn't do it, I'd be Mersh and Royce who pussied out of calling in that night. So I got to do this show. It's not, I mean, I got no passion for this, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do this to the pizza funders, but what can I do? This is now, it's interrupted pot awful. We're hitting a speed bump, and now every show after this, it's going to be me sitting there going, well, is this my joke or is it his? So let's try to figure out which jokes are which, shall we? I've got a bunch of stuff here, a bunch, and it's, we're going to be all over the place with this, okay? I hope you're fine with that. This is going to be all over the place. I mentioned the crimes thing so you can go find the crime the first crimes episode it's from 2016 it's from the cringe versus cringe scientology episode it literally in the title of the episode it says what are your crimes that's what we called the video you guys know we've been doing that joke forever now i mean i know you guys know that uh but you know other people don't there's a lot of people that don't know that we've been doing that and Red Bar is not one of those people. Red Bar knows that we've been saying crimes. He's now copying it. As of two weeks ago, uh, with the Chris D'Elia stuff, he calls everybody's things crimes. Here's a clip from, this is just, uh, this is at the beginning of last month. I zoomed in on the chat room, and here's in spades, one of our frequent listeners, just typing the word crimes, 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 crimes into the chat. I hadn't even said it yet. Look at this. By the way, crimes, 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 says in spades in the chat room. We're talking about Keenan. Oh, my God, Louis J. Gomez Mersh is going to be so jelly. He, yeah, so there you go. Crimes, crimes, crimes. I think it happens again later in the episode. Um, and that's in the Ela Klein episode, which we know Red Bar watched because he claimed that he invented making fun of Ela Klein for shooting Palestinian kids. Now, I know you guys are smart enough to go, no, her being in the Israeli Defense Force is what made that joke happen. But I actually checked. I checked to see who made the joke first. And it turns out, not only were we the first to make fun of Ela on this show, way before Red Bar had ever heard of H3H3... 
But I found the first instance on the entire internet that I could find of someone making that claim, making the claim that Ella Klein killed kids. And it's from 2017. Someone tweeted it at her, just some guy. Way before Mike talked about her ever, way before anybody could lay claim to that, just some guy on Twitter said it. If you can find me an instance of Red Bar doing it before 2017, I'll keep searching because there ain't no way he did it first. Here's another example of the crimes. And this is all we're doing, by the way. I hope you're cool with this. This is what I've been forced to fucking do now. But uh, just to push forward this idea, he keeps saying this crime. You've heard. I'm assuming most of you guys in the audience tonight have heard his episode about me. How many times did he use the word crimes? He also called me out, by the way, for doing this. This, 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 this. He said, I stole the echo. Now, I, don't, I can't recall, and I asked a few Red Bar people, I can't recall him ever doing that as like a regular thing. Maybe he's done it once or twice. I don't know. But I know where it comes from, and I think I know why he doesn't like it. I'll come back to that in just a second. Let me see if I can find the crimes thing here. Remember uh, like a month ago, May was on the weekly sacrifice, and we asked her, we accused her of committing crimes I just well, wish a, I like a big deal honestly to you. just wish I'd never fucking <laughs> involve myself in this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> We're past that point, and uh, that ship has sailed. I'm sorry. No, I've come to a random point. I'm just going to see if it, it's. I know we said it in this episode. I don't know where it is. There's no transcripts on this video. What do you mean? This is this is May, good fun. I'm sorry. You're now involved. You're forced to listen to the show forever. You are now. You asked to come back in here you are now trapped within our sphere you're part of this forever you're a member you're of the in cult. the web i'm gonna go i'm gonna actually skip back ahead people that like your content yes like- yes i literally started this by telling everybody they're the worst for their comments remember he's been trying to get out of this for years god damn <laughs> fuck it somebody sent this to me but they didn't give me the time code on it and so now i can't find the fucking crimes thing I don't know. You guys know it's in 19 hours usually when we do the You're age. so mean to me all I'm the time. Really not. I've talked to you twice ever. Jesse's now, been really nice and he stood up okay. for you. I don't it's have nice. one. Yes. Anyway, I can't fucking find it. If somebody knows the time code on that one, I'll go back to it. I can't find that one. Um, now I'm copying Red <laughs> You want to copy Red Bar? Spend two hours finding time codes. Asking another person, what is the time code I can't see because I refuse to wear my glasses? That would be copying Red Bar. Uh, hmm, isn't the origin of the crimes thing from that old Scientology? Yeah, I said that, Patrick. It's from the Scientology cringe versus crime. I'm telling you, 2016. I, I mean, four years ago, almost. Almost four years ago was when we started doing that. When did Red Bar start doing it? Two weeks ago. Maybe less. Okay. There's more, though. What else do I have here? Oh, here's one. Somebody somebody sent me this before all this even happened. Okay? They, they actually clipped this on the 9th, June 9th. All right? Somebody sent me this. They said, this was the day after I re-released the coronavirus episode. Remember that? I did the, the we, that episode was taken down, and I had to re-release it. The day after, here's Red Bar. Same. Lord's Barbershop, now serving Corona beer. My Corona. I'm just trying to like. My Corona. And he looks right at Jules when he says it. In the mood, man. I came up with this parody song, My Corona. My Corona. 
Just trying to cheer up. So that they're referencing me. They're referencing me there. But here's what happened is they don't realize that they thought I had just put out that parody song like for the first time months after the coronavirus, not realizing it was a re-release. So they think they're making fun of me there, but he's doing it. Notice it doesn't start off with him making fun of me. It starts off with him doing my Corona. <laughs> it started as a copy and he caught himself is what's going on there. That That's point blank fact. And it's not the only time he did it. He's That's the one that somebody else caught. I heard him personally do the my Corona thing multiple times, not catching himself, realizing it's just coming out. You know, he's not thinking about it. He's just doing it. And that happens. Listen, I don't begrudge a person for listening to a show all the time and occasionally letting it slip like, oh, this, you know, I do Charles Howell on the show all the time. You guys know I'm not copying Charles Howell. I'm referencing him. His audience does not know he's referencing Pot Awful. And he didn't mean to do my Corona. He said Corona. He meant the beer. And then he thought back to the episode of Pot Awful he had watched the night before. <sighs> okay. So, I mean, it's just little things. These are all petty things. But I, I want to, actually, can we do this? Before I de- do even one more thing, can we do this? Will you guys join me in Discord in the voice chat, the Piranha voice chat? I've just joined it. Will you join me there for something? Because I, I got to talk to you guys. I haven't seen the show, Okay. And from what I've been told, most of the things he claims I have been copying are things as innocuous as clapping, as not having advertisements, uh, just these little nonsense things that most of the people who told me this said, it's, it's a sickness, it's nonsensical. He must be retarded. He must have a problem inside his brain. Um, Jesse checked the logs. It's conclusive. Red bar is copying. Well, we'll get to check the logs in a second because he is copying that one as well. Nobody's going to join me in the voice chat. Okay, cool. You guys join me in there all the time, but on the show, you're willing to embarrass me by not joining. Are we, is there that big a delay? Is that what's going on here? I don't know. Crimes, somebody says in the uh, Discord. What are they saying? Jesse, check the am I Am I live right now? What is going on? Your website. My website copies his. Still? Okay. Hi, Corey. Well, Corey has joined me. I don't hear. Uh, Sorry. Hold on. I got to turn off the stream. Hi there, Jared. Hello. Welcome. I guess people are just now joining. All right. They must have just heard me. Sorry. I'm in the office. Uh, I'm at the office. All right. Hi, Lila. Hi, Lenny. Hi, Boat. Hi, Hello. possibly Robert Robinson. Is that really possibly Robert Robinson or is that a joke? No, muted growl. That's not him. Um, okay. Anyway. Hey, um, so I, I'm the one that sent you the May video. I do have a time code for you. I forgot to send to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you want, if you could resend that to me, then I'll, I'll go over that one again. Um, okay. So right. real quick, cause a lot of you guys messaged me about this. A lot of you guys told me what he was saying. And most of what I heard from you was, he's literally talking about clapping and advertising. I mean, what were the things he said? Let's go over them. 
Yeah, the the biggest thing I, I, I think is important to start with is that he claimed that you started his your podcast after having watched his podcast. Not only has this been proven to him personally to not be true multiple times, but it is an absurd thought because I believe the episode exists where the listener tells me I should go check out Red Bar. It's probably, it might be in the first season of the show even, but it's out there. This guy named Mike Weatherford was in Mike David's Facebook group. And when I was accused of that, I tagged Mike Weatherford and said, Mike, how did I hear about Red Bar Radio? He said, I told you about it when I found you on Chat Roulette. Uh, I absolutely started the show before that. And by the way, keep in mind, I started the show. I did not create Pot Awful. It was co-created with me and another guy named Joe, the co-host of the first season. We both started the show. It started off. We started having comedians on because we do comedy. We started doing the show because we both listen to podcasts. I wanted to do it because I listened to Adam Carolla. The idea that I'm some super fan of Red Bar or that I started it after him is so stupid. It's so unbelievably dumb that I have to assume Mike David is just lying. And I do assume that because he is a liar. Okay, whose thing is is coming back at me? You got to go. That's Jared. Jared, fix your audio. It's All awful. Right. All right, later. See ya, man. Um, I mean, come back if you fix it. But Okay, so we got that. So, Lenny, you, you got that. I mean, what else? What else did he say? Because, again, I have not listened to it. Anybody, literally anyone, say something if you listen. Um, I mean, I heard him. So, from the part I was listening to, it was interesting to me the way he kind of had a difference of uh, concern between your reaction to his insulting you or making fun of you and like Mersh's reaction to it. What do you and mean? He was can, saying, you, can you please put this in a, in a concise, fast thought? Because I can't, you're so was, slow. I can't he was saying up. that Mersh is the sort of guy that goes and gets, uh, you know, fried onion rings at Applebee's and can't decide what type of dressing to get and you're a psychopath you're kind of like a dangerous guy and he, he thinks you're going to be pretty he mentioned multiple times about being afraid of me yes we know that i established that in the beginning of the show i'm talking about things he said i copied oh okay oh, i uh, i don't oh. think i got that far oh my god he said basically he said that there were so many little things that if you line them up side by side those these little these little these petty things, really. But did he name you, the things, or did he did he just keep saying he, that? Yeah, he was the part he I was listening. There was to no was naming of things, exactly. right? See, that's why. I, so, if you clapping, want to know why I have to sit here and go through individual things and show you it's not as stupid as clapping, it's because he's lying. Mike David is a liar. All right, it's as simple as that. And Studi, I know uh, I'll give it you your little immunity here. He's a fan of both shows, Studi. He really is. He was there live when this thing was going down. So don't shit on Studi for being here. He likes both shows. He's not the one saying Mike's a liar. I am. Mike's a liar. Okay? He, he just is. He literally lies about being Jewish. I mean, again, like if you can't trust a guy to tell you the truth about his 
heritage. I, what can you trust? His last name's fucking David. You know, it, it's as simple as that's all you need to know, really. But I mean, if it helps, if you need visual aids, if you don't believe, if you want to believe Mike instead of me, here you go. Here's a picture of his parents getting married. Oh, what's that? A giant Torah behind them? Weird. And as you can see, this guy looks exactly like Mike David, so you know it's his dad. Uh, there's the Torah behind them. Both of his parents, by the way, are Jewish. He can't even lean back on the whole, well, it's just my dad, so my mom's not Jewish, so I'm not technically Jewish thing, because his mom, here's his mom on Facebook, by the way, and this is the um, insane fear thing that Mike was talking about. This is what he was scared of. What I'm doing right now, this is the big scary, oh, look at me, a big scary monster showing pictures. Here's his mom wishing everyone the happiest of Hanukkahs. It's something I'm sure she's wished Mike before. I know because I've seen him at a Passover Seder in some of her photos. And it doesn't take you long to find these pictures on their Facebook profiles, by the way. It's all very easily found stuff. You can go find it right now. The David family, by the way, Jules, also Jewish. Her last name is Felker. And this, I think, is why Mike made a comment about the echo Echo. Echo. effect. I didn't copy that from Mike. I don't remember Mike ever even doing that. I know exactly where I copied it from. It's from The Daily Showah, and they do it whenever they say a Jewish name. And if you'll remember, I started doing the Echo thing in 2015 when we started saying the show was an alt-right podcast, and I would only do it on Jewish names. I miss the Echo thing. On Jewish names. And then it became about everything because it's a joke. We weren't alt-right. It's a gag. So maybe this guy who constantly lies about being Jewish while making jokes about Jews, this guy who can't tell you the truth about something as simple as that, maybe he's got something to hide when it comes to the tribe, and maybe there's a different reason he's lying about this stuff. Don't forget, on a recent episode of the show, I called him out for this and said, you should stop leaning into the Jewish thing. It makes you look weak. It makes you look like you're scared of the trolls. Now, I think the reason he, di- he waited until the other day to do this show about me and the reason he kept saying over and over again, don't respond, he didn't do it until he managed to take down the hate subreddit that existed about him. He got that subreddit that hates him taken down where there's all of these little piled up facts about him that would look bad if you, and if you had access to that, it'd be real easy to do a show about the guy. But I didn't need that, so I know all this stuff already, man. And I don't have to be a super fan to know it. You just listen to the show, you talk about these things. It, I, I, I've heard your mom before on the show. I, it was easy to find your mom. You've got a Facebook account. You know how, how many times I've found people's moms on Facebook? And here's a really funny one. I really enjoy this. Um, he made fun of my blue glasses. He told me I got to take them off. Uh, I think he doesn't realize their prescription, but I found this image on his mom's Facebook right here. And it looks like your mom likes my glasses, Mike. There's a post by Robin David, the blue glasses gang. She's over there at the beach enjoying herself wearing the blue glasses. And I'll tell you this, I've already cucked you with jewels. I'm going to fuck your mom. I swear to God, your dad, he's getting up there and he will die before her. And when he dies, I'm going to swoop in and I'm going to, in, I'm going to enter your mom's vagina. I'm going to explode out of her entire body. I'm going to fully Hell enter yeah. her. 
And I've gotten permission from Kelsey to do this. My fiance says it's fine for me to do this. As long as it's to cuck you, I'm allowed to have sex with any of your female relatives. I'm allowed to have sex with your sister-in-law, your Jewish sister-in-law, Dan's wife. Um, By the way, it's weird how you guys keep marrying into the tribe, yet you are so not Jewish. I don't know how this keeps happening. But anyway, I just, I only bring that up. I don't hate Jewish people, okay? I'm not one of these guys in the audience who's like, kike, 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 you're a kike, you're a kike. It just, it does bother you. It bothers you. So it's funny. And you're a liar. So it's funny. I gotta do it. I gotta say it. I gotta point out when you've lied. Like when you got thousands and thousands of dollars in GoFundMe money to make an album that you never made, you never put out, and then you just told everyone go fuck themselves. That's the type of guy you are. You're not going to find these things about me. Or otherwise, you wouldn't have to say, there's all these little things when you add them up, Jesse. You're copying. Just say the things. I'm sitting here with receipts. Where are the receipts? Say the things. You're never going to find them. They don't exist. And I have not just recorded evidence of all of these things I'm claiming, I have people who can tell you that I've been the same guy since I was a little boy, basically. I'm not talking any different. My parents have been on the show. Have they ever gone, why are you acting like this? You're so strange. You're so different now. My dad was just on the show. I mean, he. there's my mom called in, or I called my mom on a show recently. Both of them have very recently inferred I've always been this way. Imagine the world I'd have to set up to copy you and get away with it. It would be insane. It's not the insular world of Red Bar Radio. I've got friends, you know? I've got Ryan who has watched your show and is on my show and says, I don't hear it at all. He's crazy to think that. I've got these people who can back me up on it. I've got ex-girlfriends who knew me when I was 13 years old, and know this is the way I've always joked. We'll come back to that later. All right, anyway, listen. Uh, was there, I mean, was there any other specific things he said? Because again, I have not listened to it. Any other specific details he said I'm missing here to address of a copy? He did say essence. You're still in his <laughs> That might be a troll. I, I don't know. To, he said your essence. We'll talk about that later. I'll talk about that later because that's actually very important to the story I'm going to tell tonight, the essence thing. I think one of the other specific things that was mentioned was uh, you lip-syncing or singing a song on your show. Man, how insane was that part of his takedown of me? How incredibly crazy was it for him to say this stuff. So we'll go over that. We can skip some stuff and go to that. Why not? Um, So he brought up that I, he said that I steal the idea of doing karaoke on my show. Now, one, I've seen hundreds of shows where they do karaoke on them. I'm not kidding. A a ton of shows. Like uh, it's a very common thing on live streams to do karaoke. And it has been since the days of Justin.tv and Stickam. Okay, because back then you could get away with it. It was actually used to be a much more common thing because there weren't all these copyright systems. And that brings me to my point. So on the episode about Kurt Cobain, you guys remember this episode? Um, At the end of it, I did a song. I hate myself and I want to die was a song. Now, if you'll recall, 
the setup for that was that I claimed that Courtney Love was, you know, in cahoots with Jeffrey Epstein and that she killed Kurt Cobain using the coronavirus. So the reason I wanted to sing this song at the end was originally I was going to do a parody song. Now, you might notice I've been doing a lot more parody songs lately, and there's a reason for that. Ever since I did the coronavirus one, the My Corona one, I went, well, I've got that song, and I've got the uh, NPCs parody song. I've been thinking about putting out an album of parody songs, okay? My idea was I would release an album of parody songs on iTunes or whatever, and we'll try to get it to number one. You know, the same way we did with the Amazon thing and making me a, uh, a bestseller, a best-selling author. That was the entire idea. So I've been working on these songs. I keep making these parodies. It's the reason I did the Chris D'Elia one. I keep making these parody songs because eventually I'm going to do a full sit-down, mastering, re-recording of all of them, put them together in as nice an album as I can put together, and I was going to do that. And the song I sang that night was supposed to be a parody song, but I didn't come up with that bit until 7 p.m., an hour before the show, okay? Whatever, an hour before the show. And I ran out of time. Now, I know that song by heart. Nirvana is one of my favorite bands. It's one of my favorite songs of theirs. And the reason I was using it is because there's a line in there that goes, you can cough on me again. It's perfect for the coronavirus, for the setup for that gag I was going to do. And so I was going to change all the lyrics. And the way I work by making these parody songs is I first record myself singing the original so that I can work on the impression because I can't sing. I don't know how to sing. I'm not a music guy. So I sing the original, I go, okay, I got to tweak the impression here, there, and there. And then I do it my best as I can. And I record it hundreds of times over. I lay down so many fucking tracks of me doing it. But we're talking under the wire trying to get this thing done. And I ran out of time. I couldn't do it. So I never got to the point where I changed the lyrics on it. There's only one lyric in the entire song that I managed to change. And it was just, I changed it to Chinese uh, horse feels or something. I just put the word Chinese in there because this was just a, a, a scratch track. It was just me getting it laid down. And the thing that tripped me up and the reason I didn't get it done is for the life of me, I can sing along to that song all day long, but without the lyrics, I could not figure out where to come in on the chorus. It was killing me. I must have tried 20 times before the show started to get the chorus in there, and I couldn't do it. And I was looking at the time. I probably started that episode late that night, and I was looking at the time going, I, gotta, I just got to do the show. Fuck it. And I hit you know, save on that project. I exported it, and so it didn't have a chorus when I did it. But the reason I pre-record these typically, and you guys pointed this out to me, the, the coronavirus one was pre-recorded, and I lip-synced it on the show. The cope show parody the dope show parody i sang live on the show because i didn't have time to pre-record it but the reason i i want them pre-recorded and i lip sync them instead and i didn't think that by the way i didn't realize you guys didn't know that apparently you guys had no idea i was lip syncing some of these things i didn't know that was gonna be i thought it was pretty obvious i thought so too and it was to red bar it was what was that 
I feel lied to. I'm so sorry. It was obvious to Red Bar. It was obvious to some of you other guys. You didn't know. Um, Red Bar made this huge deal out of me lip syncing it. And I'm, I'm sitting there confused. Like, why is it an issue that I lip sync on a show? But there's well, because lip syncing is karaoke. I mean, right? Isn't yeah, that the definition of karaoke? Doing lip syncing to a parody song you wrote and pre-recorded. Yeah. That's the same thing as copying for, no, for sure. Right. Honestly, Nim, what you're saying is part of the sinister psychology behind him calling this out. And this shows you the inner yeah. workings of his brain. Um, why he brought this up. Because it actually kind of crumbles his whole point. It's so funny. So yeah, I agree. So here's what happened. I didn't have the chorus recorded, but I needed it sped up to try to beat the copyright system on YouTube so that they wouldn't hit me for the copyright. I mostly, it's not that I don't want the, um, like I, they're probably not going to give me a strike for it. It's not that I don't want them to put ads on the video. I don't, but I don't want them to take down the video while it's live. That's a possibility with copyright stuff. So I speed it up trying to make it so they can't find it just immediately, you know? So that's the point of pre-recording. So watch, I want you to watch the episode here, okay? Watch this, because it's interesting to me. And then we'll go over Mike's criticism of this and how this is copying. Okay, so uh, let's see if we can get around this. We're just going to have a little musical number to end the show on. Last time I did this, and it was about... SARS-2. Okay, so I'm even referencing the coronavirus one. I say a little musical number to end on. That's going to be important for the mic part of this. We got in big trouble, okay? The Kahuna virus. You can't talk about this stuff, and you can't make song parodies about it, or they will take you down. Well, so I'm, mention- I'm talking about the copyright thing there. I'm not going to live in that type of world. I can't do it. <laughs> so I'm saying that there, because in my head I'm going... Well, I, I, by the way, I don't know how this is going to go. Like live during the show here, I don't know how this is going to go down because I didn't have time to finish it. I'm like, holy shit, I don't even know which parts I've gotten recorded on there. I don't know where I'm going to come in or where I'm going to lip sync. So I'm kind of saying that because it's in the back of my mind where I'm thinking about the copyright thing. <laughs> so, I do, so you can hear me go do the cough from the song, but I'm clearly not doing the cough. So right here, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just going to play it. And then I remember, holy shit, I didn't record the chorus. I never got the chorus. Watch, you'll see me go, oh shit. <laughs> that, that, so that little moment of me like fucking up and not getting in on the lip sync is me going, oh fuck, I got to lip sync it because I got to sing the rest of this. Why would I not lip sync the parts that are there if I'm li- uh, singing the rest of it? So just there, you see me reach over to the mixer. I've turned up the doubler effect, the uh, this thing. So, so this, this is, is what I always use when I'm singing. singing, so it sounds slightly better. And I've reached over and done that, and now I'm singing over top of the pre-recording. So it, now I'm not lip-syncing, but I did there at the beginning. You can hear the doubler in there. You can hear that the, there's more than one me in there. Now, here's the part where it's just me, and I don't know where to come in for this chorus. It's like, for whatever reason, I can't find the fucking beat. 
Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. That's that's coming up. I use this part to do the outro of the song so that I don't have to do the chorus. That's right. Which is, again, going to become important to the psychology here. Pizza fun, hot awful dot pizza. I'll see you on Wednesday for the Wednesday show. $12 section of the pizza fun, hot awful dot pizza. See, I'm stretching it so I don't have to do the chorus. I hope to see you there. And remember, Kurt Cobain did not die in vain. And now I'm like, fuck, I don't know where to come in for the verse because I haven't been listening to the song while talking. Let his memory be known. And so I'm about to miss it again. Watch, I'm about to miss it again. And so this reveals the uh, lip syncing. Broken heart, broken <laughs> I clearly missed it. And I'm smiling because I'm like, oh shit, though, no, that's obvious. Think about Chinese horse field. Now I'm singing. One more quirky cliche phrase. I didn't do it there. And that's purely live. So it looked like a bat. So that was like me adding the bat thing for the parody. Well, it was supposed to be a parody song, but I ran out of time. And now I'm off because I don't know how this fucking chorus works. So I make a joke to cover up the fact that I'm completely off beat. Now I'm lip syncing again. I'm looking, by the way, over at um, the file playing to try to see where I'm at in the song. That's why I'm looking to the right. Even if you have COVID still. So this is clearly not fucking karaoke, okay? There's, I mean, there's multiple lines in there that have been changed. And so here's the sinister psychology, okay? And Nem, I think you're on my side with this one. Um... I, here's what I think happened. And again, I haven't listened to the episode where he talked about this. I think they watched this live because I know they did because the very next episode of Red Bar, he mentioned Nirvana and said, we should do, you know, Pot Awful did Nirvana. We should do a whole episode about uh, Ska. They so, said they liked it very much. Yeah, they said they liked it very much. But the obvious, that's the that's their little thing. That's why I'm not Mersh. I don't believe them when they say we're friends. It's so stupid to believe that at this point. You've seen him do that to a million different people. So that was a little dig when he did that, and I took it as much. Um, but I didn't know why. I, I didn't understand. Uh, what, you had a problem with me doing an episode about a band? Is that a big deal? Here's what it was. Red Bar had been occasionally, I don't think they even do this every episode, they had been occasionally ending the show with Mike doing a karaoke song where he, at some point in the show, he'd go, Jules, get me! And then, you know, whatever song. And it's always, it'd always be some 90s song, too. 
Go ahead. Yeah, they do it like three times per episode, and I typically skip around through it, to well, be completely honest. Listen, Not they do fun. a lot of karaoke in the show, but I'm talking about when he was doing that thing where they were ending the show on a song. Now, gotcha. obviously, one, I didn't think he invented that. I, have you guys ever heard of ending a show on a song before? Or is that a completely original idea to Red Bar? Um you know, I could have sworn Norm Macdonald did that on his Netflix show. I could have sworn it's kind of an old-timey thing. You're not going to start on a musical number and then not end on one, right? You're not going to have a musical number in the middle and then just have a whatever ending. You end on a musical number. It's the same reason I did it in the coronavirus episode. You know, you, where else would that go in a show? You don't, you don't lead off with a song. So, anyway, I think what happened was they were watching it live and they go... Oh, look, yeah. Shout out. Uh, Pot Awful, there he goes. Copying me again. That's what he does. He's copying me. And he thinks I was copying his thing doing a musical number and that I was doing karaoke. And then they went back to it. This is, I, this is what I believe is the sinister psychology here. So in preparation, or maybe they were watching, I guess when they watched it live, did they bring up this video? I mean, did they do this live like I'm doing right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. 100%. Dissect. Okay. So he was like watching it and going up. Did he realize while watching it that it was being lip synced? No, they were torn back and forth between whether you lip synced all of it, some of it, half of it. I think they might have even gone in thinking it was karaoke, then realized that that's, part of it was lip syncing. They had no I, clue what was going on. Okay, perfect. That's exactly what I assumed. So they went, they played that thing on the show because it was supposed to be a big gotcha that I was doing a karaoke song at the end. See, they didn't do it with the coronavirus thing. And we know Mike saw the coronavirus thing because we just played the clip of him referencing it. Right? So why didn't they use that one? Why did they use this one? He doesn't know the lyrics to the song and didn't realize I was doing a parody song. He forgot. He forgot in his head. This is the one where I copied him not the parody song one. He thinks I'm just doing karaoke. And then they're watching it live and going, wait a second, why is part of it pre-recorded? And it must have hit him. Uh, he's not stupid completely. I mean, he doesn't know the word wherewithal, but he's not completely stupid. So it must have hit him at some point. Oh, wait a second. Some of the, like he's said coronavirus, he said bats. This thing isn't karaoke. He's lip syncing because it's pre it's a parody song. And if I was just going to do as as uh lazy a parody song as what Mike will occasionally do, like his Chris D'Elia parody song where he just on the fly changed a couple words in the uh Hey There Delilah song to Chris D'Elia. It was literally that. it was this, but he did it on the fly. I didn't mean for that to be the final version. In fact, I still planned to re-record that with brand new lyrics for that upcoming album I've been planning, okay? In my head, that was always the case. I just ran out of time. I never would have done it half lip-synced, half live otherwise. I never would have done the Cope show live if I had enough time to record it ahead of time. I tried to record that one ahead of time, Ran out of time, so I just did it live. Fuck it, I Bill O'Reilly'd it. Um, so it's very funny to me that that that's exact that the sinister psychology there is 
The Goons and Fools. The Goons and Fools. Okay, we'll go over that one. So the sinister psychology there is he thought he had me on something, realized he didn't, and instead made a big deal of, he's lip-syncing, oh my god, he's lip-syncing, isn't that crazy? I do my show live, he's lip-syncing. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Are you retarded? Are you physically retarded? Who cares? Yeah, all, all the kids are doing it on TikTok these days, man. I, well, that's I true. think you nailed it, man. I was really thinking, my head was going in the... You're doing, you're working too hard. You're doing too good of a job because you're pre-recording and I'm just coming up off of it with the dome, which I mean, I don't, you know, I all would, that, but I would think that I think you're right. I don't think you knew. I think you're absolutely right. And no that's a pretty lame place to come from of, oh, you, you put on too good of a show. You do too much production value. It's not probably, very good. Insult. When they watched it the first time. They were probably laying in bed, looking at it on a phone. They couldn't see that I was lip syncing it. They had no idea. They were probably drunk and high. And then he throws it up on that big screen behind him, and it's so obvious. Like, re-watching that now, you guys must be, those of you who thought it was live must be kicking yourself. Like, it's so fucking obviously lip-sunk, as they're saying in the chat room, uh, that you must be going, how did I ever think it wasn't the case? I mean, you can hear the difference in the live one and the pre-recorded one as well, but I think it is Absolutely, he thought he had me. He panicked and he went, lip syncing is bad. Okay. Okay. Well, guess what? If I'm lip syncing and I'm not doing karaoke, I'm not copying. It, you might not like it, but it's not copying. So now every other instance that you refer to, that you imply happened and don't give an example of, they're all in question now. They're all in question. Unless you bring it up specifically, they're all in question now. They've got to be. You, you clearly can't see the difference in obvious things. So here's one that he, I assume, he brought up the fool's goons thing, Studi. This is one I've heard from Red Bar people forever, but he brought that up, Studi. Studi, are you alive? Did you uh, yes, up? yes, I'm here. I'm he, here. He brought up the fool's goons thing. The fools and goons. Okay, so I'm happy to explain this one. I, and I've explained it to some of you guys before. I've said it on the show before because this has been brought up many times. Let me tell you something. Having goons predates Red Bar having them, okay? The idea of having this universe of people you make fun of, I, I checked. It predates it. The concept does. The only thing that doesn't is the name, having a name for it. It's about the same time period. I don't know which one comes first. I can't figure out when I started doing it, and I can't figure out when he started doing it. But I know the idea... Ha Listen, there were no fools until he covered Patrick Melton. Right, Studi? Is that, isn't that like the, kind of the first fool thing he did? I believe so. I wasn't watching Red Bar back when that happened, so right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not 100%. He did this thing called The Watch... And he wa he started watching this guy. But anyway, it happened in 2016. We had Tristan Starchild in 2013. Okay, the concept of this universe of guys you make fun of started on my show in either 2012 or 2013. Um, but that is not a new idea. I'll point you back to a guy named Howard Stern. Uh, have you ever heard of the Whack Pack? We're both just copying that. 
Now, I, I could leave it there. I could just say that, but I know the real problem they have with it. They'll go, well, but what about the name? They both have two O's in it. So I'm forced to explain the whole idea. I, I am willing to say we're both copying Howard Stern, even though I did not copy Howard Stern to arrive there, but I kind of did by proxy. So I'll explain the story if you haven't heard it. I used to have a podcast network that I was in charge of. There was a show on it by this guy called Chris Wilding. Chris Wilding, by the way, is now... Uh, he works for Howard Stern. He's on the Howard Stern show. It's amazing. It's an amazing thing. He was the biggest Howard Stern fan. And because I never listened to Stern growing up, there was no Howard Stern where I grew up. He wasn't on the radio there. Um, I didn't listen to that sort of stuff anyway. But uh, I had no idea that on his podcast, Chris was kind of just doing... I mean, Chris was doing what I'm being accused of with Red Bar. He was doing... He wasn't copying Howard Stern's content, but he was being Howard Stern. And listening back, having heard Howard Stern now since I knew Chris, and listening back to his old show, The Bi-Quarterly Women's Social Club, it's very apparent to me. You know, I can pick up a voice very easily. So I didn't know that at the time. And at some point, he and I did such a similar show. By the way, this guy never heard a fucking Red Bar radio, but he does exactly what I'm doing. And he was doing it independently of me, too. He never heard of me. We found each other because we were doing the same type of thing. And I loved his show because it was so similar to what I want to see in a show. So he had this cavalcade of weirdo characters. And at some point, I think it was 2015, he came to me and said, Hey, look, we both have these guys that we're both using. We would sometimes cross over. You know, Sticky Hooves, our listener, started off as kind of just a goon uh, before there were goons. Sticky Hooves came from Bi-Quarterly Women's Social Club and then came over to Pot Awful. I talk about, we both talk about this guy, John the Vegan. I called into Bi-Quarterly Women's Social Club and prank called that guy on his show. I mean, there's a lot of crossover there. We were sister shows and... At some point, he said, we should name these guys something. Now, I didn't know in his head, it's because of the whack pack. I didn't listen to Stern. I said, that's a great idea. What do we call them? And he said, well, I was thinking of calling them socialites because they're also scummy and retarded. That's very funny to call them socialites, but also because the name of his show was By Corley Women's Social Club. I said, that's not very good for me. I mean, it's, you know, it's clearly your thing. I don't want to make it seem... So I'll call them something else. We'll both have them. We can cross them over still. I'll come up with a different name for them. And I came to Goon for multiple reasons, okay? Now, by the way, all of these concepts are just lol cows. I hope you understand that. Um, and it's funny because the idea of a lol cow is what I was modeling Goons on. You know, I, I'm old internet. I was on Encyclopedia Dramatica and 4chan and something awful forums. I was on all of those things where lol cows were a big thing. In my mind, these have always just been another name for lol cows. And I guess I could have just called it that, but I thought that was like too generic a term. An interesting thing, though, about the whack pack, Howard Stern has been quoted as, as trying to describe what the whack pack is. I looked this up. And he said that what makes somebody a whack packer is that they don't realize what it is that makes them so funny. 
That's a lol cow. Howard Stern invented fucking lol cows too. So no matter which way you slice it, Howard Stern got to it first. And I think you're going to find that a lot. And I think unless you go back to a show called The Goon Show, you're not going to find that again. So here's where Goon comes from. It's a multi-layered thing. Because everybody's like, fool, goon, there's there's one syllable, two O's. They're the same thing. When I started Pod Awful, everybody thought it was related. It was a podcast made by something awful. I used to get emails and comments all the time. Are you part of something awful? Is this a something awful show? Something awful called its forum members goons. And those goons would often talk about lol cows. That is where the name came from. I settled on that name for two other reasons. One, it was short and snappy, and it doesn't it it means nothing and it means everything. You say that word, and in your head, it means something, but it doesn't, right? There's no actual definition for goon. Like people will use it as sort of like for crony or henchman sometimes. The word comes from the Popeye comic books. I didn't have to look this up. This part I knew. It comes from there's a character named Alice the Goon. That's the first known use of the word goon. It doesn't really mean anything, but when you hear it, it kind of sounds like a stupid guy, right? Like, have you ever, have any of you guys in the Discord here ever questioned why I call them goons? Have you ever thought about it even? No. I have literally heard you say this story before on Friday Night Hangout Explosion. Straight up. Yeah, of course. It always just made sense to me. Of course I have. Yeah. I I mean, if I could get, if... Absolutely heard that. If Chris Wilding... That's why... If Chris Wilding it was so wasn't a, strange a literal... to hear him say all this stuff because I'm just thinking to myself, no, I heard like two years ago the the origin of this, and but it has two O's. Uh, you're on you're on their mind, man. Listen, for sure. If I could change the word now, I would. It's too late. Like it's too late. But if I had thought that that was going to be that big a deal, and that I'd have this uh, microscope on me still after all these years on this. I absolutely wouldn't have used the word goon, obviously. I would have just gone with something else. It's real easy to make things up. I don't need to copy, okay? I've been doing it for longer than Mike has. Remember, Mike started as an adult. I started as a kid. I was a child when I started doing comedy professionally, (laughs) okay? I can't emphasize that enough. I was 13 years old when I started doing comedy for money in front of people, all right? So... The goon thing also is, I mean, it's the obvious, like, it just sounds like it means something stupid, but there's also a classic radio show called The Goon Show, and this guy who is an influence on pretty much all of comedy, certainly on Howard Stern, this guy, uh, uh, Spike from The Goon Show, to me, it made sense. It was like, okay, there's this classic radio vibe to it, The Goon Show. It's a British show. It's like back in the days, by the way, of them doing, the big thing on The Goon Show was sound effects. That was like the bit, that was what made them so popular was sound effects. This is all 2015. The sound effects box, The Goons, all this stuff. I mean, don't think I haven't done my research on this shit. So the fool thing, it never even crossed my mind until people started claiming that to me and i'm like well wait a second i was there with a guy when i came up with it chris wilding was there he he would remember the conversation i'm sure i'd get him on here to tell you but he's literally famous now i can't get a hold of him he's on the howard stern show like he's he's like one of their big writers and and 
personalities on there. He made his dream come true. It's, it's incredible. So if I'm copying somebody, it ain't fucking Mike David. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike D. Where'd that name come from, by the way? The Beastie Boys? The Jewish rapper? Mike D? That's what Mike used to call him. He doesn't do that anymore because now it's cringe. He used to call himself Mike D. I'm shocked that I've never been called, said I was copying for saying I'm Jesse P.S. I can tell you where that one came from. That just, that literally just occurred. Nobody's ever claimed that. That just occurred to me just then talking about the Mike D thing. I, I got the P.S. thing from Louis C.K. and Andrew W.K. Um, and, and mostly Andrew W.K. His last name is a hyphenated last name like mine. And I've always hated my last name. It's so unwieldy and gross. Hi, I'm Jesse Powell Stroud. Hate it. And even just Jesse Stroud sucks. And then I found out, I was reading about Andrew WK. And this was like two, I started calling myself Jesse PS before Pot Awful. So long before Red Bar. Um, I had a website, jessips.com. And I started calling myself that because I was reading about this conspiracy theory about Andrew WK. And they mentioned that his last name is Wilkes Cryer, a hyphenated last name. I was like, oh, WK. Um, and I've had him on my show. Andrew WK is on my show. He didn't seem to have a problem with me being Jesse P.S. And then I read about Louis C.K. His last name is like, it's some like weird Polish name, like Chiclay or something. And so he just started going by C.K. because no one said it right. So it was kind of a combination of those two things. Mike David went by Mike D. So you wouldn't know he was Jewish. But he unfortunately copied a Jewish rapper to do that. So anyway, Mike copies. He's a copier. Okay, now maybe my name is a copy of Andrew WK. I don't know, but my name isn't Andrew WK. Mike D's name is Mike D. I mean, come on. So uh, that's the, that is the origin of the goons thing. Feel free to reach out to Chris Wilding, okay? He's on Twitter. He's a big guy on Twitter. He's on Instagram. Send him a message. Go, do you remember this story about this whole socialites thing from your old podcast? See if he remembers. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't remember. Maybe his life has been too crazy since then to remember something as small as that. But that is 100% where that comes. Sticky Hooves might actually know that. You know, Sticky Hooves might have been around for that. We would sometimes talk to him about these things. So he might remember that as well. But anyway, there you go. Those are, are those all the big copies he claimed from me? Are those like the, the main things that he said? Um. All music on podcast is copying. All clapping is copying. Your mannerisms and the reason that Jules seems so into the subject. Well, uh, yeah, I think I think that's it. I didn't mean to cucker. Now, Nem, is it too much to call you out here that you were one of the people who said that it seemed like Jules might have a thing for me? Look, man, I'm going to say it out here. Look, I mean, you know, I'm I am a man of my convictions. I enjoy that show. Hey, I'll say it. Uh, but yeah, bro, that was the vibe I got. She repeatedly was like, you know, Hey, I'm the one who noticed at one point she started, he started talking about something else and she reined him back and he didn't seem to like that. And also, I don't know if you're gonna bring this up. He seemed to mention your name next to Mersh all the time. See, he brought up Mersh. Then he brought up you. It was very obvious, very intentional. And at first I thought trying to equate us like we're all the same bad guy. Exactly. Exactly. It was it was so obvious. But what I thought at first was that he was trying to manipulate the viewers into thinking that, which is fine. But then I was like, well, wait a minute. Jules is the one saying all this stuff. 
I wonder if there's another reason he keeps bringing up Mersh next to you. I wonder maybe who else he's trying to influence. You are not the only... The, the crazy thing is, multiple people said it to me. And I thought it, I, I thought you were a lunatic. I think you were the first one to say it to me. I might be wrong. But I thought you were a lunatic when you said it at first. I, I was kind of laughing with you about it. Oh my God, I cucked Mike. But then the more we talked about it, it's like... Well, wait, he didn't listen to me for all those years after 2011. Why did he start in the past two years or so? I, mean, I, I don't even think about that. I don't even remember when Jules came around, like when she started living there or whatever. But we also don't know how long he's been watching. But we know for a fact he was not regularly watching the show uh, at least before 2017, I would say. I would say 2016... Uh, maybe, uh, but between 2011 and 2015, there's no chance he was watching my show regularly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe that. Maybe tuned in once or twice just to see what was going on. If somebody said something, I don't know. Now the mannerisms thing. I mean, I don't. I what mannerism? What is his mannerism? I feel like I'm gay. I, I've been told since I was a kid that I talk with my hands too much. Um, I remember the first time, like, as an adult man, I was confronted with this. I was, like, 19 or 20 years old. I was at a beach, and another guy said to me, like, a guy who was, like, buff, you know, like a Chad type of guy. It was like, why do you talk with your hands so much? It's gay. And at first, I started going, oh, my God, no, I got to stop doing it. And then I went, no, I'm going to do it even more. And I made it even bigger. And once I started doing a show, now it's everything. Is this what he's talking about? Are these his I, mannerisms? I think this encapsulates, encapsulates the vibe I got from them. Right when you said that talking with your hands is gay, if Jules and Mike are watching this now or later, guaranteed Jules looked at Mike and was like, oh, self-deprecation, that's something you would have done. Guaranteed. Like, that was the vibe I got the whole time. You know what? Yeah, I mean, just anything is something he would have done. I mean, that's where we're at. If clapping is, Straight, then, yeah. it, it really was. And, yeah, I, and when, you, when you said this that, I, I didn't perfectly like. picture. He gave Mercer a pass. He gave Worski a pass. But he, but he came after you, yeah, and I didn't really. like that part. He didn't really give either he, of them a pass. I mean, Mersh pussied out of even calling in. Yeah, Mersh is definitely the worst one out of that whole episode by default. <laughs> You're both theatrical without being elegant. I think I am often elegant. It's why I started doing the sassy boy thing. I mean, I, I do think of it as sort of gay. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I was a theater kid. I'm gay, all right? It's just that simple. I, I, there's no backing down from that. And that ain't self-deprecating. It's just the truth. It's just what happened. So I, But I've always been this way. It's, I mean... I don't know. You see, it's got me... This is why I have to do this is because now it's got me sitting here questioning myself. I'm being gaslit for crying out loud. I don't know. Um, it's funny, too, because then he he criticizes me for other things I do that... Well, are those things I'm copying? So the other things I do is not copying? Like, let's go... You could go over all the things I do that absolutely are not copying, and when you add it all up, it would far outweigh anything that could even be construed as copying. The, the shows are so wildly different in tone and scope uh, alone, but also the mannerism thing, the, the voice thing. I, I mean, I was told as recently as a, a couple months ago that I have a gay voice. Well, does Mike have a gay voice? You know, I've got kind of a high-pitched voice. 
kind of talk up here a lot. I don't, is that something I got from Mike? I don't know. I, I do this thing I was talking about with Ryan. I do two things. I do this thing where at the end of a sentence, it ends in a lilt. It goes up like that, kind of. I can't help it. It's just the way I talk. And the other thing I do is when somebody says something stupid, I repeat it back, but I repeat it back in this very specific voice. You know, Ryan says these stupid things all the time. He'll say like, you know, I just just bought the coolest gloves. And I would repeat it back going, you just bought the coolest gloves. (laughs) Okay. Um, I feel like that's me. And I feel like that's the way I talk almost all of the time. Uh, It is actually something that I have tried to not do before. Sometimes I am trying to not do these little idiosyncrasies that I know belong to me, these little weird things about my voice, about my accent that, that belong to me absolutely. So it, wh- which thing is the copy? Is it the natural thing or is it the thing where I'm trying not to do it? Because I don't try that often. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is all of the copying Red Bar's been doing lately and Nem, Studi, you both listen to Red Bar. Is anyone else in the Discord here? Do you, any of you regularly listen to Red Bar? Okay, doesn't sound like it. Corey, you do? No, oh, no. Okay, no, no. Yeah, you guys can respond with no as well as yes. Like, I'm fine with any response. Okay, so then we'll focus with uh, Nem and Studi because I've been getting things since September of last year about Mike copying me. It started with the 9-11 crash-tacular. You guys remember that because we kind of publicly called him out for that. And Studi and Nim, as regular listeners of his show, have you noticed since then these little copies without it being brought up by Pot Awful? Have you ever listened to the show and been like, huh? Because I have. Man, Mike Davis copied me, man. He's copied me. So. <laughs> How did he copy you? <laughs> now he's Mike. If you're listening, you copied me. Okay. Well, there you go. It's those. If you could put Studi and Mike side by side and these little things. Oh, I forgot <laughs> to say this. I forgot to say this about me cucking him. I also. I'm sorry. I didn't realize when Jules was sending me all those messages um, like a year ago or so, like a while back. Uh, I didn't know this was happening, man. And I show you the messages and show you nothing was improprietary on my side. Um, but all of my accounts have been zucked. Like my Twitter from back then is gone. All my Facebook accounts are gone. So yeah, she used to message me all the time. And like now looking back, it's like, yikes. I thought it was about show stuff, but it, now that I think about it, it never really was these little things. And then also Mike got really mad at me when I jokingly said that my current Twitter account is run by Jules. You remember when that happened? Um, he like made this post about it in his group and demanded I get rid of that as a troll. And I thought it was because like people were bothering her, but you know, I put Nick Recchietta in there now. Nobody's bothering him about it. So there's no way anybody bothered this girl and believed that she was running the account. Looking back, it's because he realized he's being cucked. He must've thought like, Oh, they're flirting. There they go. They're flirting. And so when I took it down, he removed the post from the Facebook group, which is something he doesn't normally do. 
So he was kind of covering the tracks on the cucking, which is really sad. Anyway, Nem, do you ever hear any of these things? Because I have people send me these things all the time. I don't remember who sends them, though. You ever hear these little You know, on on the subject of copying, man, I got to be honest. I, I don't really pay attention to, like, things from a copying perspective. I've mentioned to you before, I, I think that content creators are, like, hyper, hyper aware, hyper, 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 in sure. um, Mike David's case aware of that stuff as a consumer of both shows buddy i would i would crack the same jokes as you or mike out in public doing my thing five years ago before i watched you guys exactly Um, that's why you went you watch shows like our shows because it feels like what you do with your friends 100%. That, that's, that, that's 100%. I, I mean, there that's could, the big thing. There yeah. could be no come town podcast without you going, this is just like me cracking wise with my friends. But, but I have like a follow-up. I mean, I, I guess, and it kind of feeds into like the Jules thing too a little bit. Like, okay, let's say the Jules thing is it's a joke. Ha, ha, ha. Although, man, I mean, I, there might be some timestamps to go over to hear what we heard. I mean, we heard what we heard, you know. Uh, I don't want to play the. Speak- I don't want to play the episode. I think it's funnier. no problem. Because here's the no thing. Problem. Here's the thing. If yeah. if if the situation was reversed, he wouldn't be playing. He's never going to play what I'm saying right now. Never going to. I fucking dare you, bitch. <laughs> You're never going <laughs> to play it. You're never going to play anything from this thing. If you do, it'd be the most cut up, tiniest little time codes. It's, Jules, we have to sitting on your shoulder like a parrot on a pirate going uh, right there, Mike. No, click right there. And then his diarrhea bag would be filling up and she'd be smelling it. Uh, there's no chance. Anyway, go ahead, Nim. Uh, not just that it kind of speaks to the uh, psychology thing you were talking about. You're not allowed to do music. I, I am the podcast man. You you don't do podcasts. I mean, the fact you have a podcast. Well, fuck, man, you're copying. Uh, I'm with Jules. Now she's texting you and likes your show and stuff. Uh-uh-uh. I, I think that the types of things that he picked out, the fact that it was so vague he couldn't narrow any of it down, uh, I think that he doesn't like anybody in his clubhouse at all, ever. For and sure. I, I think mean, that's definitely that. a fucking insecure tick. He says that, and that would be a fine excuse if when I came into this universe of Red Bar, there weren't three or four other shows that were exactly like his. I mean, exactly. And he was friends with them, and he was he would go on those shows. They were exactly. And I don't know which one was first or which one was like the way Red Bar is first because i arrived to it after the fact but there was a show reckless media radio i mean down to the logos and stuff it looked the same there was this show uh oh you know what nobody likes onions let me tell you something this show he makes fun of this patrick melton guy and nobody likes onions there was zero difference between nobody likes onions and red bar radio up until the point that mike made fun of nobody likes onions none Zero difference. They were the same show. I listened to all of these shows because I went, oh, cool. This is like a type of show. I didn't realize what I'm doing is already a type of show. I thought it was cool. I was like, great. Shows for me. This is the closest I've ever seen come to what I want to watch, you know, Uh, without me having to make it, which is what I was doing pot awful for. Great. And then all of a sudden it became a problem. And it was always funny which ones were the copycat shows? Because I'm not the only one he's accused of this. He's accused 
many things of copying him. And some of them were. But it's always funny to see what made the difference. And the difference was always how many people were watching. There was a time where nobody likes onions had viewers. Okay, now he took away a bunch of them, but they had already been losing them for a little while before Mike started making fun of them. The difference between you copying Red Bar Radio and you being the best friend of Red Bar Radio is what have you done for me lately? Gavin McInnes, by the way. He, Mike David loves Gavin McInnes. He still does. He still thinks Gavin's funny. And I, I do too. I've been following Gavin since way before Gavin McInnes was on Compound Media. I've known about him from the Vice days. I knew about him through the uh, the big three, Windy City Heat guys. Um, I've loved Gavin McInnes for a long time. He was on Kenny versus Spenny. I used to watch that on Comedy Central. I've known about this guy for a very long time, okay, Gavin McInnes. And Mike gets a lot of his stuff from Gavin. He copies Gavin a lot. And what was the difference between him liking Gavin and him not like him? It wasn't the Proud Boys. That, that wasn't what did it. It was, what have you done for me lately? He wasn't getting out of Gavin what he wanted anymore. And that's exactly the case. And that's what's going on with me right now. I wasn't towing the line enough. You know, he sent me that passive-aggressive, wimpy little, like he's my dad, text message a couple weeks ago where he told me to watch it and be more aware of what I'm doing as if I'm not sitting there watching him copy me week after week after week. Uh, that was his little, hey, you're on thin ice. That was like when Dick Masterson said to me, you play ball and you could be here in the big leagues. I don't want to be a part of that shit. I just want there to be cool shows and funny stuff. Red Bar hasn't been cool for a very long time, but you were kind of getting back to it, what with all the copying of me. One, now you're going after people again. Been a while. Hi, thanks. Uh, man, really enjoying the fact that I'm the first in a while. We'll talk about why he stopped going after people in a little bit here, but let's go over some of the copies and some of the other stuff. For, uh, first of all, here's the proof from 2015, I think it is. Yep, 2015. Here's the uh, first appearance of the Miami Sound Machine. We got got a brand new piece of equipment for the show, something that a lot of radio shows and podcasts Here's how have I intro out it. there. One of these um, soundboards, one of these drops. Oh, you yeah. Know? Uh, now, me saying the word drop, a lot of people couldn't be more of a reference to the Adam Carolla podcast than anything. He always calls them drops. It's why I know the term drops was Adam Carolla. Drops. Uh, Bald Brian style. Bald Brian. Bald Brian. Literally from the Adam Carolla show. Yeah. 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 Becoming regular Adam Carolla. It's a real morning zoo over here. So I got my new sound machine. Um, it's actually called the Miami Sound Machine. Uh, let's check out some of those. Uh, let's check out some of these drops I've got. Okay, so that's a bomb. That's okay. one of our drops. Do you want to hear another one? That predates the Red Bar bomb, by the way. Yeah, please. Okay. Um, here's here's breaking glass. This is bringing back so many memories for me. Did you notice how long that was? Yeah, that took way too long. Now, here's an interesting thing about our new sound machine is you can't cancel the sound. 
So not even by pressing right, another button. It. So you have to wait See, for the, the entire there's thing. A, there's this pl- very subtle thing that somehow a lot of people just haven't figured out by watching this show. But since day one, Pot Awful, believe it or not, I, and tell me in the Discord if you knew this, Pot Awful is actually a parody making fun of podcasts. Did you guys know that? Holy shit. No way. I know, I, that I makes know. the name make sense. Wait, For years, wait, I never knew what the name meant. Wait, pod awful. Wait a second. Now, I know Whoa. I know you've heard the Whoa. tale of where the name comes from. The name came from we were going to do an atheist podcast, and so that's why we went with God awful, pod awful. But after we said that would be gay, we said, well, what could we do? And we, the reason we wanted to do a podcast, Joe and I, is that we listen to podcasts. And I said, well, let's make fun of podcasts. And that's why we kept the name Pod Awful. Day one, we've been making fun of it. The first episode of Pod Awful, we spent uh, half of the show trying to come up with a catchphrase that we could put on merch. It's the first episode. No one was listening. We tried to come up with a catchphrase that we could put on merch. You don't want to know what that catchphrase ended up becoming in the second episode? Nope, not man cow. Also cocks. Also cocks. Also cocks. Yep, also cocks. That's where that comes from. Second episode of Pod Awful, okay? The entire premise of this show from day one has been make fun of podcasts. That is the idea. Make fun of the people who go on them. Make fun of the podcasts themselves. Here's something you might not know. The first album art for Pod Awful, the original logo for the show, was a parody of the Adam Carolla podcast logo at the time. I can't find that fucking logo to save my life. He's changed his logo so many times. I've looked for it so many times. But I absolutely would not have designed the album art this way if it was not a parody of something. It's not really what I thought was cool looking. But it did lead uh, the way in what became the color scheme of the show for a long time. His album art, Adam Kroll's album art at the time was, um, God, I can't find it now in my files here. His album art at the time was black, white, and red. And, of course, Nazi colors. And that became the show's color scheme just because I was parodying his layout. I can't fucking find it now. Speaking of layout, you reminded me of one other thing they accused you of copying. Uh, it was your website. They pulled up your website and they said, this is basically red bar. The fonts are the same. I see the same fonts. The current and I think website? it was Jules who was like, oh yeah, definitely. She made him pull it up. So they're also convinced that you just copy and pasted, I guess, the website? The the lat Okay. I, I don't get it. They must be the first person to visit the website in years. I don't even go to the website. You, do you know I don't post on the website? I have an if this, then that set up to post the episodes on the show, on the website, because I don't even, I, I've given up on the website. I gave up on it a long time ago. Here, okay, let me go to my website. Uh, sorry, buddy. Mike uh, David also said he gave up on his website. You copied him. I got to be. Did he really say he gave up on the website first? I'm sorry. Did he He really? Is that true? He did. Yeah. He said, uh, I don't pay attention to this website. Websites are old and who gives a shit? I mean, that's just true, but God damn. Okay. So hang on. So this (laughs) now we're going to talk about website copying. We're going to get to all this stuff, 
But you're telling me this website is copying this website? <laughs> I mean, I guess they're both from the same like time period where things had font chat they specifically said font which by the way i guess they copied font chat uh i would compare fonts let's see okay so i'd love to um okay obviously now the the current uh font for pot awful is not this font that's how long this hasn't been updated this font is called futura this is futura bold i think i can't yeah it's not extra bold uh futura bold and uh, so that used to be the font for Pod Awful. Now, I would assume his is up to date. I'm not seeing any Futura whatsoever. Um, Isn't that from when you first started the Pizza Fun? I think that's where I found the Pizza Fun from. What, the website? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, back when you did Cringe versus Cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the website used to be different back then, though. This is actually different from even when you're talking about. Now, I'm going okay. to go over some of the fonts here. So this is, this font, the subscribe is also Futura. Uh, this is uh, uh, Cooper. This is a classic, the, the font you would put on a t-shirt from the 70s. Cooper. I'm not seeing any, is there Cooper on his website? Does he have it down here, maybe? Not seeing it here. Uh, okay, so... Does he have an animated GIF anywhere or no? Okay. And then uh, this font is called Baseball, I believe. It's a little cursive font. I don't see that one either. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't even recognize And then the last thing on the website I remember is that she also, again, she always heard every single time, Jules, you know it was true. I heard it. Uh, mention the quote at the bottom. Oh, he also ends it with a quote at the bottom of the website. Oh, well, that's Mike funny. glossed over that part, but she was pretty enthusiastic about it. Jules, you got to step out because you're right. causing problems. Oh, you got to step out. 2018 was the last time I updated the website. There you go. Copyright 2018. And it might have even been 17. I just did that ahead so I wouldn't have to do it the next year. Um, okay, so uh, what the fans... All right, look, we're going to have to go into this early then since this, since this is being brought up. So he's got a quote at the bottom. Where's the quote? Maybe that's why he glossed over it, but that was something she brought up to, to end the uh, the font chat. Okay, well, then here's what I'm guessing. So this website is a Frankenstein. It's why I kind of gave up on it. I built my own template for the original website, and something we're going to talk about in the copying from 2011 is the website. And you know what? I'm going to say it right now. He's right. I did copy his website. I did. And it's funny you bring up the quote at the bottom because the quote is a leftover from back then. This, this thing at the bottom, it's like something that I just used to fill the space ever since back then. And do I want to say this now? The, the show tries to push the envelope by Doug Hine 87 is the quote I've got, what the fans say. You want to know who Doug Hine 87 is? Well, Mike should recognize that name. It used to be one of his biggest listeners. Holy shit. Is that why he saw it and immediately bounced off? I can't tell you that, but he would know the uh, he, name he Doug He did. Hine. Holy shit. He would know wow. the name Doug Hine. This quote, wow. and the reason it was added to the website, was part of the troll that we'll be talking about 
a little bit later. Yes, this episode's going to go long, just like red bars. I'm copying. This quote was added to the website after they went after my um, iTunes reviews. And this quote was left by a huge red bar listener, Doug Hine, who said in the middle of a one-star review for my show, the show tries to push the envelope. You see how that's not actually a nice thing to say? This is not the only one. By the way, when you refresh the page, other quotes come up, I think. And some of them are good, but some of them are red bar listener quotes. Maybe I, I, oh, you know what? Oh, there you go. Listen. Oh, look at this one. What the fans say. Jesse has a smart, subtle sense of humor that smacks you in the face at the same time. TJ Davids. TJ Davids is another red bar listener. Okay. But Doug Hine left one of the nastiest messages on my, you can, it's still on there. I think, I think if you go to my reviews on Apple podcasts, it's still there. Uh, I put it on the website to make fun of Mike for that troll that I was doing. So if he saw that and then realized that name is recognizable to him and then bounced off of it, there's a reason he did it. I, you heard me. You heard me say I noticed the bounce. It was obvious enough to stick out to me because she brought it up like she wanted to talk about it. He scrolled down and no longer wanted to talk about it. So this whole quote thing, I... I can't remember if that is something I lifted off the Red Bar website. It's not on there now. So if it, if it was, I honestly don't remember. It probably was, though, because of the troll that we'll be talking about. So it's very funny to me that, um, that this comes up. Now, here's one. Here's an actual uh, fan quote. They said, how someone so misogynistic, racist, mean-spirited, and utterly vile can be so charming is beyond me. Blue Meanie Face was an actual fan of the show. And I think there's one other one that shows up sometimes when you refresh. Um, I'm trying to get it back. Doug Hine. That is so funny. Doug Hine. I mean, if you brought up Pot Awful to him right now, he would be like, ugh. I don't think he even still listens to Red Bar. He would just remember me. He hated me, man. He hated me. He would come to my stuff and leave all these bad comments. He hated me. And so as a dig, I put him on the website with this quote that looks like it's a compliment. Um, that That's so funny. I forgot about that. I didn't even remember that. The website, though, that's crazy at this point. At this point to say it's still copying is so insane. Um, but a lot of the elements of it are left over from where I did copy his website. We'll talk about why I copied his website in just a bit. Let's go to some of the uh, other copies he did of me, though. Um, here's a favorite from recent history. Uh, do you remember when I did this? This was... When was this? Um, the 14th. This episode came out on the 14th. Do you see what I see? Okay, he's been touched. Do you see what I see? I did it on that episode, and I did it on other ones, too. I did it on the uh, Ron Jeremy episode. I did it on one other one as well. I thought I had that one up here, but I don't see it now. Um, God damn it. Yeah, I don't have it now. Well, David, you don't want beef, bro. You don't want beef with pot. Who are you saying this to? I'm, my David Red Bar, you don't want beef with pot awful. I'm telling you. 
Shut up, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, uh, I think they're already aware. He knows you don't want it. He knows it. I'm trying yeah. to de-escalate this. My he David, Red Bar. It's, it's, not, it's not a beef. I, I, what did I start the show by saying? I don't want to do this. I have to do this. I don't care. I will walk away from this tomorrow and never talk about Red Bar again, whatever. I don't care. I have to do this because otherwise I'm a pussy. So you've, you've gotten me with the chicken game. Fine. I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to take this time. Okay? I'm willing to waste my listeners' time by doing this. But I think it will be eye-opening for some of them. And I want this shit on record for the next time he tries to pull this off when he has a slow day. Listen, I'll tell you the real reason. I mean, on top of Jules being infatuated with me, the real reason... They spent so much time covering me the other day. The episode before that was maybe the worst episode of Red Bar Radio there has ever been. It was three hours or more of Mike hiccuping and then doing karaoke. That was the entire show. They have how many times a week do they, does he stream? Uh, usually two. Usually two. Why did you ask? Well, because I didn't know if it was like an everyday thing or like a five day a week thing. And with him going on for hours and hours and hours, I would imagine, yeah, he wouldn't have any fucking thing to talk about. It's the exact same problem Revenge of the Sis has. They spend too much time on the airwaves. And what else do you got? And here's what happened. Last week, the Chris D'Elia thing dropped. Chris D'Elia is one of his fools. So it was a party for two day for two days. They covered the Chris D'Elia stuff for hours and hours and hours. And then the next episode after that, they had nothing. Nothing. The whole show. <laughs> okay, Jules, bring up the next song from the 90s. One of the songs he sang? Freak on a Leash by Korn, which was interesting because he brought that one up. That wasn't suggested by the chat room. And I had just talked about Freak on a Leash on the show. It, these things are sitting in the back of your mind, Mike, and I know you don't know you're doing them. I'm, I'm gonna, I, I forgive you, man. I honestly, I don't care. I know you don't know. I know you're spending too much time on the show. You know, you're on in front of the camera, in front of the mic for too long. You don't realize it. You start running out of stuff. And I know that it's been eating away at you that Jules loves pot awful. So obviously, that would eat away at any man. If if Kelsey started watching Red Bar and being like. <laughs> oh my god, the did you see the latest red bar? Oh my god, it's so funny. I would hate that shit too, obviously. You know, I didn't like it when she did that with Mr. Mediker. There you go. When she would tell me, oh, have you seen Mr. Mediker? I go, I, please don't even say his name in front of me. It's disgusting. And then I made Mr. Mediker my bitch. I didn't hear that from her anymore. So I get why you did this. You think you're making me your bitch but you had to beg me not to respond. That doesn't make me the bitch. Here I am responding. So he's done the freak on a leash thing. That was a copy. I did the whole, there was an episode this year where I was singing freak on a leash. I can't find it. I've been dying to find this episode. I can't find it. It was from this year. I keep singing freak on a leash. I did this, the, the scatting from it. You know, the, the breakdown part where he I remember that. You can, yep. I, we, I, I remember that over and over and over again. It's this yep. year, man. It's this year. And I think it's a free episode too, but I can't figure out which one it is. 
did it fucking over and over again. And he calls out the jewels. I want to do freak on a leash during his shit show. So he has one bad show. People probably unsubscribe from the scars club. And he went, okay, I need to shit on somebody. I need to make somebody my bitch. Who can I do it? And he thought, well, fuck Jesse. Well, fuck you, Mike, because here's some more copies. Oh, do you guys remember when we had this? It was called Chris Hansen's Message to Dick Masterson. Dick Masterson, I'm going to need you to have a seat right over there. That's right. Chris Hansen here of Hansen versus Predators to catch a predator and have a seat with Chris Hansen using the screen. Okay, so now obviously it's just a cameo. We did do it first. We did the Santa Cruz Joker one first. But the reason I play you the Dick Masterson one specifically, which came out in April, by the way, the reason I play this one for you specifically is the title. You see, Red Bar recently played on their show a Chris Hansen cameo about Chris D'Elia. And not only did they do the Chris Hansen cameo bit that we've now done twice on this show that Red Bar has seen, but they named it Chris Hansen's Message to Chris D'Elia. Now, I called this video Chris Hansen's Message to Dick Masterson because the Dick Masterson video that we made fun of where they did the cameo by Chris Hansen, where they copied me, was called Chris Hansen's Message to Dick Masterson. In fact, if you type in Chris Hansen's Message to Dick Masterson, into the YouTube search. Let me do this right now. I bet you Dick's comes up first, okay? Let's see. Uh, no, whoa, actually, mine does. Oh, great, okay, that's awesome. Maybe, they, did they take it? No, here it is. Wait, where is it? Oh, it's Chris Hansen congratulates Dick. That's it. I was doing a parody of theirs, like doing this sort of takeoff on theirs so that when people search for their Chris Hansen cameo, mine would come up. So if you look on his thumbnail here, He's got this yellow and red font. It looks terrible. It's in that, ter- the uh, font is the one they use for the show. It looks awful for a thumbnail. That's theirs. And then here's mine. Look at mine. I've got this yellow and red font. It's a ter- It was the closest one I could find to that font at the time. And again, I did Chris Hansen's message to Dick Masterson. To name the video, Chris Hansen's message to Chris D'Elia. There's so many other ways you could say that. So many funnier and better ways you could say it. Why would you say it that way unless you were copying? I don't know. What is that too petty? Do you guys think that's too petty or does that feel like a copy? I think it feels like a copy. It kind of feels like a copy. Feels like it a feels copy. like a copy considering you did it twice. Um, oh, I never even finished the do you see what I see thing. He's been doing that on his show for weeks now. For two weeks now, he's been doing Do You See What I See because I did it on my show. I, I wish I found the other one because on the other one I did, I like sang even more of the song. I said, do you? He-? I, I might have even said, hear what I hear. And then, oh, it was, it was the Gabby episode. I, I remember it because I went, a nose, a nose, so goddamn big or something like that. And then he, the very next episode, he was doing it on his show and he did it the following episode as well. I mean, these are just recent ones. And the only reason we're doing recent ones and not old ones, there are old ones. I don't, I'm not cataloging it. I don't care. I go, it's fine. He's either joking or referencing or trolling or it was an accident. It was in his head. It was an accident. But now I got to point it out. 
I have to point it. If you're going to claim my whole thing is you, then, buddy, we got a lot to unravel here because I'm not sure there is a Mike David. He copies so much stuff, I don't know what could be original at this point. And this is just the stuff I know about. This is just the stuff that I was able to piece together on my own. There's way more. Uh, But let's go back to the stuff with me. Oh, here's a good one. One of the most recent things he called me out for copying. You know, he had his... um, uh, We did that thing to Luis J. Gomez where we said that he was Photoshopping uh, an image, right? Well, apparently that's from a 2018 video from Red Bar about Dane Cook where Mike claimed that Dane Cook was Photoshopping something on Instagram. And I'm going to play you a part of that video because I want there to be full transparency. Listen, I don't think I was copying. Maybe it was in the back of my head and it was an accident. I'm willing to say that is possible, okay? I am. I could have sworn claiming things were Photoshop when they weren't was a thing from the early 2000s that we used to do all the time on 4chan. Um, I can remember specifically running people's photos through metadata programs and showing them the results and going, you can see here, it's clearly Photoshopped from years and years ago. I mean, I am a graphic designer. It's something that might occur to me, but 2018, it's hard to say that I beat him out to it, at the very least, on the show. So I'm willing to give him that. So in full transparency, I want to be honest here, because I'm an honest guy. Here's some of the uh, clip about his Dane Cook Photoshop thing. Thousands of people commenting on your strange plastic surgery addiction. You must be going crazy all day. You must not get a moment's sleep. So he's talking about Dane Cook. If this is something that's driving you wild. Look at this one. You and your specialist need a new specialist for checking up on your mental stability. Wait, what? The pick is nowhere near Photoshop. You both need a new line of work. Stan Lee, rest in power. And that's a great pick, Dane. Okay, how do you, why do I need a new line of work? Yeah, the specialist might be <laughs> wrong here. The specialist? Oh, shit. I, maybe I went too far into this. Wait, specialist? The specialist. Do you guys know what he's talking about there? The specialist? I mean, uh, what does he mean? The specialist. He had a specialist look to see if the Photoshop was real. He, he, he means they checked the logs. Does he mean they checked the logs? It feels a lot like they checked the logs. Having a specialist, this guy, this omnipotent being who can just tell people that whatever you are saying is true, feels a lot like the classic pot-awful bit, we checked the logs. Now, if you don't know we checked the logs, it comes from February of 2018. That video I just played for you is from November of 2018. Weirdly, the same year. Isn't that odd? The same year? Um, But February of 2018, we started doing this thing where we took over a Facebook group, and whenever people would ask, how did I end up in this group? We would say, you added yourself. And when they would combat us, we would respond with... Check the logs. Yeah, I thought everybody would do it, but God damn. I mean, there's a bunch of people in here. They're all just sitting here silent. There we go. It's very weird. Check the logs. Okay, all right. Fuck off now. Kill yourself. (laughs) Um, You added yourself. You added yourself. And then when they, we would say we checked the logs. It's a meaningless thing. There's no logs to check. And it became something we would say about everything. Oh, you sure about that? Well, we checked the logs. We say it to this day. We've been saying it a ton recently. 
And it started in 2018. And if you don't believe me, here's the Facebook group in question. It's now called the Pat Harrington Fan Club, but it's the same group. And here is a comment. Now, by the way, all of my Facebook accounts from this time and all of the Manson Five, my top absolute most favorite friends and people, they, all of their accounts have been sucked. So it was very hard to find these comments, but luckily we persevered. We found them thanks to uh, Angie and Mike for helping me find these. Let's take a look here at one. Here's from February 17th, 2018. Real quick, do you understand? Because I'm the worst one of all. I'm American Indian. They had everything taken, blah, 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 blah. Who knows what they're talking about? Oh, this is when we changed it to uh, like a white power group. So they're talking about race stuff. And here is one of our listeners, Robert Stevenson, responding, you added yourself. I see it right here in the logs. Please refrain from violent posts. Right here in the logs. There you go. That is 2018, February 2018. So it's really odd that I would be accused of stealing this Photoshop joke when this Photoshop joke completely hinges on a joke stolen from Pot Awful's specialist. It's the same thing. Check the logs and specialist. It's the same. It's the fucking same. And I know he's seen that. I know he's heard me say it because he watches the show and Jules watches the show. And I think it was actually Jules who came up with a specialist, you know, you don't know this, but a lot of the stuff on the show, Jules comes up with it. And Mike just takes credit for it. So she actually stole it from pot awful. And then Mike took credit for it, knowing she did that. Um, that's a hundred percent true though. And we've got a ton of more screenshots, by the way, that was just the one I grabbed before the show. Mike was sending me a bunch of screenshots of us saying, we checked the logs, we checked the logs, we checked the logs. There's not a person in this audience who hasn't heard me use that joke from back then. If you are if you have been around since 2018, you know we checked the locks. You know that. Um, I don't know. I mean, it seems like copying to me. I don't know what you guys think, but there's, there's a lot. There's a lot more, and it isn't all to do with me. Um, it's definitely fishy. Yeah, I actually just uh, checked the logs, Jesse, and uh, it's definitely copying. Yeah, you know what? I asked a specialist, and you're right. So <laughs> we should just start doing We should just say a specialist now. It's our joke. That that one's well, mine. Well, I think you've also been saying, I got a guy, like, forever. I think that's also another. That's like, an, that's not even my joke, though. I got a guy. Like, I mean, listen, again, if we pick all these things apart enough, you're going to go back to other people inventing them because there's nothing original under the sun. And I'm trying to avoid that talk here, really going to the stern stuff is kind of doing that but i had to do it because i know he got the clapping thing from stern but in reality you could just go back and back and back for centuries on all of these things i'm sure but yeah saying i got a guy yeah that is kind of the same thing but as far well, from as from now on we could uh we could just have a specialist check the logs well I'll, i got a guy who could find a specialist to check them um nice. so listen i don't god what do i want to do here you know, Mike threatened me. He said that if I do what I'm doing right now and what I'm about to do, because he again, he tried to poison the, the uh, well on this man-cow thing. You know, it, th- those of you who listened to it, you heard him mention the man-cow stuff. Is that right? 
Does anybody remember him mentioning that? Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. And Mike, if you respond to this, dude, I'm telling you, you do not want fucking beef. Shut up, Stuart. The uh, what did he say about the man cow stuff specifically? Does anybody remember? I, God, what did he say? He was is talking. It, nobody about, knows who man cow is. Nobody who knows who man cow is. It's a Chicago thing. Blah blah blah. Yeah. You don't want beef, Mike. He kind of it didn't because I remember you had briefly told me something about logo and what's coming up uh, briefly but when he showed it up he i don't know he it didn't he didn't seem to know what it was or at least didn't want to communicate what he brought it up but it was brief and it was obvious that i it didn't seem like he knew why he was talking about it either i think he pulled it up i remember the website where he or the facebook post where he accused you of copying you had just posted that yeah and he showed it on the screen for a second and then fumbled with it for 20, 30 seconds. But he didn't know what it was about. He didn't get oh, it. Oh, no. He knows what it's about. <laughs> you oh, fair enough. You can't not I, know. as the listener, did not get anything from him. Let's put it that way. You can't not know what it's about. Okay? Trust me. You can't not know. And him saying, man, nobody knows who Man Cow is. Man Cow was like, I mean, I've never listened to him. Number one, you can't be from Chicago and not know Man Cow. And there are multiple Red Bar episodes where he talks about Man Cow. He knows who Man Cow is. But as far as like the country knowing who Man Cow is, he was one of the biggest shock jock guys out there. I mean, on the level of a Don Imus at the very least, you know, it's a retarded claim to say nobody knows who Man Cow is. I could probably go through his uh, Wikipedia page here and find out like what his highest ratings or something might've been. I don't know, but look for yourself. Um, or maybe he was just saying no one cares. No one cares. But oh, I remember it being brief, isn't that arbitrary. The, and then he moved on. Isn't that the refuge of somebody trying to hide something? Nobody cares. Who cares? And that's why I say it's, it's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. It's, yeah, weird. it's weird. Yeah. Right. And that's why it's I weird. say it's poisoning the well. And I've already had people and it worked by the way. It worked. What a good strategy, Mike. It worked because I've already seen people. They're trying to claim that my thumbnail from Sunday's show was copying a red bar thing. My thumbnail from uh, Sunday's show was uh, in the style of a tabloid newspaper. And apparently they have a thing. And because we did a current affairs David Otto. We literally brought up tabloids in the episode. And I was I spent all night long, completely. literally all night long, I spent there, I sat there going, what can I do for a thumbnail? Because I didn't put out the episode right away. And it finally hit me, oh, tabloids. I was trying to do like the news and that wasn't working. I couldn't make the thumbnail look right. And I went tabloids. And so I Googled tabloids. And I'll show you what comes up when you Google that, actually. Apparently, they've got a thing called fool's, watch magazine or something like that fool something um magazine and it's like the same colors and but it's a tabloid of course it looks the same let me show you exactly what i looked at for my inspiration for sunday's thumbnail it's so stupid i hate that i'm even doing this but here we are this is where we're at so first i was looking at these because it's the first fucking picture and i was like okay big yellow font stuff like that got it and I was looking at this one. Okay, yeah. The one I mostly used was number three here. I think it was this one. Was it this one? Um, oh, yeah. number. Yeah, this is it. Number three here. Because it's got this yellow, big yellow font and this pink. 
all this these pink boxes behind it. So I went with this pink color. In fact, I took it from this image. I literally used the color picker tool on that image to grab that pink out of there. But I was looking at all of these. One of the ones, I'm not seeing it now, was um, the New York Post. Because if you look at it, I've put the same thing, the New York Post at the, at the top where it said late, uh, late news final or something like that. I just copied that over. I was just trying to make it look like tabloid shit. And tabloids all use the same fucking yellow font, these pink backgrounds, all the same fucking shit. Pink and yellow, pink and... Look at these, look at these. These are three different magazines they're all using that. But they're now claiming that I copied it from Red Bar. I, I mean, they're, they're desperate for these claims. Anyway, I bring this up because in the comments for the post where they said that... Somebody said, yeah, we get it, man cow. You don't get it. Not yet. I'm about to help you get it. I'm about to tell you a tale. And it's going to be such a fun story. So very, very fun. I'm looking here. Which one of these things do I want to do first? Um, shit, it's hard to say. It's hard to say which one. Should, okay. Okay. Here, I'll just tell you the story first. We'll start with this, all right? Sit back, kids. And you guys can jump in. Feel free. Um, Here's the 2011 story of my introduction to Red Bar Radio and the insane fallout that happened as a result and the now eight-year-long troll that's been going out. And I've got so much proof of him copying these things. This should be no problem, Okay. In 2010, at some point in 2010, this guy, Mike Weatherford, tells me, go check out Red Bar Radio. It's a very similar vibe. You're going to like it. I went and checked it out. He was right. I liked it. At no point did I think Red Bar Radio was copying me despite the similar vibe because I'd never heard of him. There's no chance he had ever heard of me. But his show was pretty big. Found that out. and Found that out the hard way. So I joined after listening for a little while. Now, he claims, by the way, how many times have you now heard Mike say, I'm a super fan of Red Bar? I'm the biggest Red Bar fan. Uh, Constantly. Constantly. It's not true, and it has never been true. Red Bar's never even been my go-to listen. It's certainly not in the past few years, but it's never been true. Listen, my job is making fun of podcasts. I listen to Thousands of podcasts, thousands of them. And back then, my favorite was the Adam Carolla show, okay? Any inspiration that may seem lifted from Red Bar came from Red Bar lifting from the Adam Carolla show. But anyway, I wasn't a huge fan or anything, but I had been listening for a little while at this point. Sometime in in, uh, early 2011, I joined his Facebook group just to see what it was all about. And I quickly discovered... Despite the fact that I never posted about my show in there, I quickly discovered that something that would happen all the time, I saw it happening to other guys. I was hiding my show at at a certain point in there because these other guys would come in and they would promote their podcast. They'd go, if you guys like Red Bar, you should come check out my show. And this was during the podcast explosion. There was a boom in 2011 of a bunch of people starting podcasts, okay? I remember this very well because I had started in 20, in 2009 and I was like, oh, fuck, now everybody's doing it. Um, and so these guys would promote their show and they would get shit on so hard 
just for promoting alone. Not even the show being bad, just for promoting. But then another thing that would happen all the time is the people would go and listen to it and then come back and say, you're copying Red Bar. This happened so often, so often. Uh, Countless shows, I can't remember. And again, weirdly, it didn't happen to the shows that clearly were the same as Red Bar, like Nobody Likes Onions and Reckless Media Radio. But there was this one show that I didn't realize was copying Red Bar. Again, I was new to all of this. I didn't realize, but I kind of became friends with the hosts of this show. And it was called, and it should be obvious from the name that they were copying Red Bar, but it was called The Green Light Show. And a lot of times, the ones that were actually copying had a color in their name. They would have either red in there or a different color in their name, or they'd put bar in there. It was crazy. I mean, some of them were direct copies, but you could tell they were just doing it for fun. They, they didn't mean anything. I mean, frankly, back then, I was doing it as a hobby. I wasn't making money off of Pot Awful. It was something I did in addition to the comedy I was doing at UCB. I was there to be an an improviser. That was the idea. The podcast we started was secondary. It was this other thing I did. It was just a way to to get comedians on the show and maybe meet them, and then it quickly became a way of making fun of those comedians because they were all vapid and insipid. So 2011, I'm seeing these shows. This green light show comes in there. For some reason, they don't get called a copy, even though they very much were. So I didn't know any better. I made friends with them. And at the time, you know, podcast networks were popping up for the first time. And I thought, that would be cool. I should start a podcast network. This was all around the same time. I don't know which of these events took place first. But I had been looking, I mean, beginning of 2011, I had been looking into starting a podcast network. And one of the things I wanted to do on it was I didn't want to just do podcasts. Now, this is when nobody was doing video stuff as well. I wanted to create video content that was separate from podcast content and also written content all for this website, this network. I call it a podcast network, but it was supposed to be a lot of things. I asked my friend Natasha to join. That led to our uh, falling out as friends, by the way. Um, In fact, Natasha's very heavily involved in all this Red Bar stuff in a way. Um, I asked her to join this thing. I would ask anybody that seemed like they did a good thing to join. And again, this, this predates the Red Bar connection. I had named the site because I was thinking, like, I want people to know that this is a, uh, and this is kind of like the goons thing where it's like, well, if I could go back, yeah, I'd fucking change it. Um, I wanted people to know that it was like not safe for work. And I had been Googling like every alternative synonym kind of thing, phrase for that. You couldn't just use NSFW, Dick Masterson. Um, but I, I had been trying to find something that gave off the impression of this is like uncensored, explicit content. And unfortunately, <laughs> what I arrived upon and this is what this is how all of this started. What I arrived upon was red band trailers. Okay, you know, do you know what a red band trailer is, guys? It's a trailer no. for a rated R movie. It's a, tra- no. it's a trailer for a rated R movie, but the trailer itself is uncensored. So when you go to a movie, 
you know how it has that general audiences, gr- that green thing pops up with the text on it? Mm-hmm. That's a green yeah. band trailer. And when they're unrated, wow. so that trailer's approved for all audiences. That's what that says. When they're unrated, it's a red band trailer. So I named my network, not thinking about Red Bar Radio, because again, in a sea of podcasts I listen to, I named my network Red Band Network. I had that cooking show I used to do, the one that I had, um, uh, uh, what's her name, Ilana Glazer on. That was on Red Band Network. If you watch those videos, there's a logo for Red Band Network in the corner. And on top of that, because the logo for Pot Awful, I had copied off of uh, Adam Carolla. I was doing a parody of his logo. That was black, white, and red. The red band thing. It only made sense to make it black, white, and red. Boy, I was batting a thousand at this point. And then I had already been making this a website for some time. This had already been a concept that was happening. That actually might have started in 2010. I think it predates my introduction to the Facebook group of Red Bar Radio, to be honest. Um, But anyway, uh, at some point I decided, you know what, I'm going to invite on these green light show guys for their podcast, not knowing they were copying Red Bar. And so I got associated with that when they started being uncovered as copycats. Here I am, stuck with the reins. So people start looking into them and they find Red Band Network and go, this Jesse guy is copying Red Bar. Now the irony in all of that is, and this is what Red Bar people don't see because Mike doesn't see this. You know, Mike's sitting there with red colored glasses on everything to him is through the lens of red bar and for his fans it's the same and i'm sure that's true for you guys when it comes to pot awful a lot of you um i'm sure that's true for a lot of people who watch a lot of things and and who are fans of a lot of things but mike can't see past the red bar in front of his face so what they didn't know is i had already been accused of copying somebody else because i named it red band network and that person's name is Red Ban. He's the guy that used to uh, run Joe Rogan's show. There's this guy, he call, his name is Red Ban with no D. And I didn't know he existed. I had never heard of him before. Never watched uh, any of his, he had his own separate podcast network um, called the Death Squad Network. Still exists. And so I had already gotten in all this shit from them And I'd already bought redbandnetwork.com, by the way. I still have an email address for it that I use, redbandnetwork at gmail.com. I'd already bought the domain. I wasn't going back, and I'd never heard of him. I didn't realize he was huge. So I'm fighting these guys already. Now these guys are finding me through the green light show and all this stuff. So in the Facebook group, this again, this is like maybe March of 2011. People are calling me out, and they're going, you're promoting your show. I had never done that. So then they start saying, you're copying. And it was all originally based on Red Band Network. Nothing else. They never said about content or logos or any of that shit. So I did what I'm known to do quite often. You guys know that whenever I'm accused of anything, 
or whenever somebody has something bad to say about me, what do I always end up doing? I lean in. <laughs> you hard-headed. I'm you hard-headed. You hard-headed. I'm not hard-headed. I like to lean in. And I started lean. Pod Awful started partially because I had leaned in to being told since I was a teenager that I'm negative, which I never thought of myself as negative. I don't, I don't feel that way. I've never felt bad or negative about things. And my friend group from back home treated me like I was this like villain. So the reason I act the way I do on Pod Awful is completely because of a life I had before even moving to New York City. And I leaned into it. So in 2011, they start saying I'm promoting my show when I never had. They start saying that I'm copying when I never had. I leaned in and I started promoting my show. <laughs> I, would, I would post it anytime somebody asked me, what's your show? Oh, Pot Awful? You mean what you can find over at potawful.com? Happy to do it. Happy to be here. What is the other thing I do? What is the, I've been accused of having one joke by a guy. And you know what? He was right. <laughs> I've kind of got one joke. Uh, this guy on Twitter said, I've got one joke and it's pretending to be the thing I'm making fun of. And I started going back through my archives and I can't believe how many times I've done that joke. And I don't mean in recent history. I mean, way long ago. I've done it so many times where my joke is... I. I guess I'm a parody guy. I, I never really realized it until this year, or actually last year when I did the parody of uh, Revenge of the Sis. I'm a parody guy, and my show has kind of always been a parody of podcasts. And so I got accused of copying, and I'm leaning in, and something happened. And I didn't start off parodying or making fun of or doing anything with Red Bar, Okay. Something crazy happened in the midst of all this, these accusations of copying about the Red Band Network thing, by the way. In the middle of all these accusations of copying, when I had already started the show long before this, Mike did something bizarre. Okay, I mean, this is like a year is going by, and this keeps happening, of them saying, I'm promoting, I'm copying, me leaning in, me, me going vacillating between being a good guy and being a bad guy. All that stuff, I think it was October. At some point later in the year, Mike took off for like two months or something. It was gone. It's just the show ended all of a sudden. And nobody really knew what was going on, if I remember correctly. It was, like, it was weird. And in that time, I, of course, was still getting all this shit from the people in the Facebook group. And Mike comes back to the airwaves, and he's got a brand new look. Everything's different. He's got a, this video show set up, and he's got a new logo, and everything is different and cool. Now, I'm going to show you what it looked like then, okay? And you tell me what you think. Now, let me just get rid of this man cow logo, and I'll just put up the red bar logo from this time i'm not kidding in the midst of the first time of me being accused of copying red bar red bar went to this as their logo okay now i don't know if you're seeing what i'm seeing 
But goddamn, man, it's the same. And I don't think this is even the original, original version. I think originally the font he used on Red Bar was even close. Oh, it is, because look at his shirt. His shirt is actually revealing exactly what I'm talking about. Look at the shirt version of it. He originally didn't cut off the entire cartoon head, and the font was slightly different, and it was like this. And if you look, it's got the black in the background. It's got the full cartoon face, and I've had this zoomed in the whole time to make you think of this image, but this is actually not the full man-cow image. Here's the full man-cow image. Now, you look at that cartoon face. LOL, damn, they say, do you see what I see? Here's the full man-cow logo. And if you look on his shirt, there's the full Red Bar Radio logo. The mouth open and like cocked to the side. It's black and white. The font, everything. The color scheme, by the way. The black, white, and red color scheme, which obviously makes sense for Red Bar. It's called Red Bar. But come on, man. It, I mean, it's, it is undeniable. It's undeniable. I'm not, so this is why I say he's poisoning the well with the man-cow thing. People for years have said, Mike, you're just being mini man-cow. You're doing a man-cow impression. I have no idea if that's true. I've never heard man-cow speak a word in my life. When I compare you to man-cow, it's for this Look at this. It's, uh, how could you deny it? How on earth could you deny it? It's the same. And by the way, the color red you're seeing on your screens there, it's, you know, it's a bad camera. It's much closer to this color red, the man-cow color red, than it looks in this imagery, okay? The raised eyebrow. Yeah, they've both got one raised eyebrow. They're drawn exactly the same. It, I mean, imagine me. I'm a kid. I'm a little boy. I'm eight years old. It's 2011. And I'm being told I'm copying a guy. And a guy goes away for two months, comes back. His entire studio is now decorated in this stuff. Look at this. <laughs> and then, hang on. Let's get the man cow over here. <laughs> Look at it. Okay, holy shit, they say. I mean, are you guys seeing this now in the Discord? You guys seeing what I'm seeing? Fan. Oh, yeah. I mean, Fan, what did you do? I on the delay. I think he needs to be more aware. I think he needs to be more aware. Do you see what I see? Sven, Sven, be more aware, Sven, you trash bitch. You think Sven drew it for him? See, that's interesting. He just because told somebody to copy the style of uh, I don't know you you're not understanding something so Mike and I and and the reason I always dismiss the copying thing even when he does it Mike and I are are oddly similar people naturally and I mean from years and years before either of us could have known the other one we're both graphic designers we're both former um, t-shirt print shop workers we both worked silk screening t-shirts uh, we got a lot of the same references, but but the important one there, we're both graphic designers, okay? I don't think Sven drew this logo. I mean, how embarrassing would it be for you to say to a guy, can you just copy Mancow for me? 
I'm pretty sure Mike drew the logo. It doesn't look like Sven's style. I might be wrong about that. I hope I'm wrong about it because it's actually be funnier if I am because that means Sven has been sitting there keeping the secret as well. I'm not sure Sven was even in the picture at this time. Who Who's Sven? So Sven is the guy. Remember when I played that clip of the cartoon of Ela Klein shooting up kids um, on the show? And I said, go follow this guy. So the reason I did that, that was part of me poking the bear. I've been trying to make this shit happen so I could talk about this story. I said that Sven hates me. Sven is Mike's. Yeah. Sven is Mike's. He just said that. He just said it. Sven is Mike's only <laughs> friend. Okay. And he lives in the <laughs> Netherlands, so they never see each other. And he's an animator and he draws a lot of stuff for Red Bar. I'm not sure he was even in the picture at this time. I could be wrong, but that's who Sven is. And I played that video on the show so that if Mike had to be like, Sven, look, he's copying my Ela thing. Because I kind of saw that coming. I kind of saw him it coming, him thinking that's his thing because he's been covering H3 a lot lately, even though we've done it way before him. Um, that's why I played it. Sven also beat me to the punch. Like I, I did that Ela Klein joke a week before we did the episode, and then Sven came out with that cartoon in the week following that. You know, I beat Sven to the punch on that joke as well, but I thought it'd be... It was all kind of tied into one another. Sven hates me. It's just a big joke. Anyway, I don't know if Sven drew it or not. Um, LOL, the irony of Studi calling someone else trash. What's wrong with Studi? Um, I've never ironed my clothes, you bitch. What's wrong? What is going on in the chat? Leave each other alone. Um, it even has the black sunburst around the edges. Does it? Wait, what sun? Oh, are you talking about in there? Wait, what are you talking about? Black sunburst around the edges. The, the logos. With the the black, like fade around the edges of the. I don't. Oh, like the uh, oh the grade the uh, the vignette the gradient. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that's what it's. Yeah, they both have the vignette. You're absolutely right. God damn the only and look how he. T- this is so funny. I've always wondered about this. I'm telling you, I, dude, I have a crystal clear memory for this. I'm telling you, when he first came out with this logo, and I've been trying to find the original version, the original one, he didn't have it giant like that. And I can't find proof of it, but I know it, and I'm telling you the font was different. Another thing I just remembered was different when he originally introduced this logo. And there are there are episodes missing from his archives, just mysteriously, and a lot of them are ones where it's like, Okay, yeah, that one happens to be missing, huh? So it might be that these episodes exist somewhere and and I just can't find them. But I just noticed that in the background of his logo, he's got those dots. You see all those little dots all over it? And I think that was him going, there, that's different. Because <laughs> when it, I'm pretty sure when it first premiered, it looked exactly like this. It was plain red with the vignette, no dots, the full head on there, and a logo like this. I think it was always um, italicized or skewed, but I I don't think this is the original font. I'm almost positive of, of these things. I could be wrong. I'm going to put it out there. I could be wrong. But what I'm not wrong about is, holy shit, look, it's the same fucking logo. Am I crazy? As as impartial viewers. Well, he, he, 
Well, yes, you are crazy, but it does look this literally nothing in the episode that I watched of them accusing you of copying was as damning as what he obviously did to me. Not even close. And not even close. And in 2011, it wouldn't have been either. And I'll tell you why. We're going to get into that. So here you go. Here's what happened. I'm sitting there looking at this, freaking out. By the way, Mike comes back with glasses. He didn't wear glasses before that. He comes back with glasses. Now, I'm going to bring up some more Man Cow logos and stuff here. And uh, let's just take a look at Man Cow here for a sec. Oh, wait a second. Man Cow's wearing glasses. <laughs> well, hang on a second. Man Cow kind of does look like Mike. Now, I always assumed that people said Mike's mini Man Cow because he kind of looks like him. But let's just focus in on the logo. So you got this version of it, right? But then you've got this one where the font is, I mean, <laughs> it's much more similar. You want to go into font chat. Then you've got this one where it's in a circle, like, wait a second, with little stars around it. Wait a second. I'm seeing some fucking similarities here. And by the way, Mike's logo before this one looked more like this, but without the cartoon head. Um, you got this one. And now this is the most interesting one of all. You see that font right there? That is the font that Mike used. It's the same font. That's the exact same font. Um, it's the man cow font. It's 100%. I think he still uses it on his website in some places. Actually, you know what? We brought up the website before. Let's go look back at that website again. Redbarradio.net. Let's take a look at the logos here. You're going to have to look real carefully. Oh, wait. No, you're not. Look at that red bar right there. And now look at this man cow. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Join the mailing list. Man cow. I don't know, man. It looks the same to me. It's very similar. It was at least the closest he could approximate. Okay? Um, impact font. It's not impact. It's not impact. I think I have a sticker that is the logo Jesse is talking about. You do. He, he used to sell stickers of this. Okay? So, back to me. So, now you see what's going on. Why I've had the man cow thing up behind me the entire time. I think everybody is agreeing this is damning. I'm sitting there seeing that being called. It's also the Netflix logo. It is similar to the Netflix logo. Uh, but clearly, that's not where the inspiration came from. By the way, just to be clear, Mancow had been using that logo since at least as far back as I could find 2010. Mike changed his in 2011. This is, uh, wait a second. This isn't what I was looking for. Where is the fucking? Th- oh, God damn it. I just closed out of it. Fuck. All right, anyway, I, I have proof of him using the uh, logo in, in, at least as early as 2010, the same logo. So it, clearly it's not the other way around. It's not like Man Cow ripped him off or something like that. And I, let me try to find that again because now I'm mad. I think I just closed out of it. Man Cow logo. One of these must have it. Images. Uh, I could have sworn it was that one. Where did I have it? Where it was, it was a 2010 article and he was standing there with the logo behind him. Wow, Mike actually still does stuff like this. The the logo over the city of Chicago. I mean, that's like what his current background looks like. Is a, a black and white of Chicago. Well, he's got his blue of Chicago. Um, 
you know, Man Cow's a big Chicago guy. I mean, if you know of Man Cow, you're probably from Chicago. Oh, let me show you Man Cow's website. This will be good. This is exact. It looks so much like what Red Bar's website used to look like, and it. I think this is even current. But here's his. Uh, here's the website. Some of you, if you're old enough Red Bar listeners, might remember the time it kind of looked like this. Um, anyway, so I can't find the article now. You'll just have to go with me on this. He, he was using it way before Mike as his logo, and at no point did Mike come out and say, this is a joke, this is a gag, this is a parody, I'm making fun of Man Cow. That would be fine if he did that. You know, then obviously that would be fine. The problem is... He kept using this as a logo until this year. The final remnant of the logo disappearing from his studio was when he replaced the background with screens. So Mike went from copying Man Cow to copying me. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. So I see this in 2011. He doesn't mention anything about copying Man Cow or it being a joke. And I go, holy shit. These are the fucks trying to say that I'm copying their show? Well, here we go. I'm going to become Red Bar Radio. Now, the thing I was sure to do, to never do, was to never, ever, ever, ever actually do the content of Red Bar or his voice or any of that stuff. I left the show exactly the way it had already been run. Instead, I just changed all the stuff around the show. And I made a little logo very similar to the Man Cow logo. And I worked off of the Man Cow logo to do this. I'm going to have to open up iTunes here because this logo, I can't find it on my computer anymore. And let me go to episode, I believe it was 318 of my show. Um, Season three. Yeah, let me see here. Song info. Yep, perfect. So here's what I did. Okay, and here's why Mike still thinks my website is copying his. (laughs) Now, in my mind, this was going to be a big troll, ha-ha, got ya. It went wrong. I made a brand new logo. And what I did is I copied the man cow one. And then I made it as different as possible. So unlike Mike, who just blatantly copied it, I, I did it as if I was taking inspiration from the man cow logo. That was the concept here. Okay. And nobody fucking noticed it first. So I was like, all right, I got to up the ante here. So I changed my website to be a, which by the way, Mike's website at the time looked like man cow's website and a ton of pretty much every internet radio and podcast website kind of looked the same back then. They all had the same look, this kind of grunge look to them. A lot of them use the black, white, and red color scheme. It's very common in radio. Um, and I went to all that. I did all that stuff. I wish I had a screenshot of it here for you. It's probably, you could find it somewhere on there, but I changed everything to look like Red Bar's website to a ridiculous degree, to a silly degree, where I even copied over some of the text from his website. 
One of his big catchphrases was, listen to three episodes and you'll fall in love or something like that. If, three, if you hit three, it you'll, will be for you. Something. I don't remember. And I put that on the you're front. So huh? I said, you're so silly. Oh, well, stop it. I put that on the front page of the website, right next to my picture of me going, ah, right? <laughs> and I changed, I couldn't find this font. To this day, I'm not completely sure what this font is. And the closest one I could find to it was one called Portis Head Dummy, which some of you out there might know that that is the name of a band and an album by that band, um, but it is also the name of the font that they use on that album. Okay, Portis Head Dummy. It's very close. And I put that everywhere. It's very similar. It's got that kind of impact look without being so fat. Font chat. And nobody noticed. Nobody noticed the website. So then I went, fuck it, man. I'm going to go all out. And see, I changed the logo, but I didn't use the logo on the iTunes page. I didn't use the logo in the episodes. I just put the logo out there and nobody was paying attention. So I said, fuck it. Let's go whole hog. Okay, let's change everything we can. I went as far to change the theme song of my show. Now, the theme song up until that point was terrible. It was submitted by a listener. It was just the sounds of babies crying over a beat. Um, and I went to my friend Boris, who's been on the show many times, so he'll remember this, and I said, I need you to make me a theme song. And I said... I, want it to, I didn't want it to be a copy of the Red Bar theme song, but I wanted it to have some sort of echo of it on there to try to get somebody to pay attention to something. And I don't know how music works. That's why I went to Boris to make the song happen. You guys know this. It's why I'm pre-recording my karaoke's. I don't know how music works. So I gave him an idea of what I wanted it to sound like, and then we wrote the lyrics together because I, can't, I couldn't write the lyrics even because I don't know what the melody is. Like, I don't, I don't know anything about music. I needed Boris to kind of sing it for me so I would be able to do it. And then he told me he didn't want his voice on the theme song, so I would have to sing the theme song. So I ended up singing the theme song. The lyrics we wrote together... Actually, let me... Uh, I'll play it for you now, okay? Let me see if I can play this for you right now. There's probably going to... I mean, this is going to sound terrible. I do not... I, I always tell you, any episodes of Pot Awful before two years ago, they're probably bad. Um, so listen at your own risk. I'm just playing this to get the intro song. I want you to hear this. W-A-R-T, Ward Radio. That's not it. That is from The Adventures of Pete and Pete, and when Mike covered my show when he played my show in 2011 and made fun of me he thought that was me trying to sound like the real radio that was me making fun of other podcasts trying to sound like the real radio by using the adventures of pete and pete wart radio clip that's literally from that tv show that is an inspiration to me from when i was a kid that little baby cry i kept that in because that was from the original theme song Here's the song, okay? Now, this sounds nothing like Mike's theme song from the time, and I'll play Mike's theme song from the time. Back in 2009, before my co-host died, we started a comedy talk show with comedian friends. All right, it's terrible, right? It's awful. I hate it. Fun never ends. The show is called Pot Awful. Now haters gonna hate everything you say, and your feelings are sure to get fucked. 
Okay. So there's a few things in that song. One, I forgot about this part. I also changed it during this time. I changed the, uh, <laughs> the tagline of the show to haters gonna hate, which was supposed to make red bar people think that I meant them. But in reality, I meant that we are the haters and we hate stuff. So it was like a play on words. I hate that, that, uh, tagline. I always did but it just kind of made me laugh at the time. Dude, did T-Swift did T-Swift rip you off? Did she copy you? What do you mean? Taylor Swift, bro. Haters going to hate, bro. Is that for, it was just a phrase at the time. People were saying, I didn't know I, that was from course. a Taylor Swift song. People were just saying that back then, and I just thought it was like a funny spin on that to be like, no, I am the hater. Haters going to hate. Um, so the song opens, though, with, Okay, so Mike's theme song. I, actually, I don't have Mike's theme. I, I just remembered I've got a different theme song of his up here. Uh, Mike's theme song used to go like this. Back in 2003, before this podcasting thing, there was this guy named Mike D, and he made up this show. It's the Red Bar Radio Show. Something like that. I might have some of those lyrics wrong. But the beginning of it is back in 2003. And you might have noticed that the beginning of this song that again appears for the first time in the same episode where I started using my Man Cow ripoff logo, which I'm about to show you. The song starts with back in 2009. Now this is like, you would have to be brain dead not to understand that that is a joke. The year is 2011. It had barely, we started the show in December of 2009. So it had barely been a year, basically. (laughs) To say back in 2009 makes no sense, but I made Boris write it into the song so that somebody might go, he's copying, so that I could point out this man cow shit. But I didn't want the song to sound permanently like that. I didn't want it to be like, so all the rest of the song is completely different. There's no guitars in in Mike's original one. I mean, it's this whole thing. You might have also noticed that the end of the song is literally from Mystery Science Theater 3000. So just sit back and try to relax, keep telling yourself it's a joke. One of the other big inspirations of my life, it's it's a word-for-word ripoff of the MST3K theme song. There should be some clues in this song that it is a joke. But Mike did not get the joke. And there should be some clues that after you rip off the man-cow logo that when I make this the logo of that exact same episode, why won't it let me bring it up here? Hang on a second. Let me see if I... When I make this the logo of the exact same episode, that maybe there's some trolling afoot. Okay? I wish I could zoom in a little. Well, I could do this, I guess. Okay? Now, this is what I came up with. And as you can see... (laughs) If you look, I've got the same dot thing that Mike did on his, which right that alone should make you go, okay, hang on. I've got the mouth open. I've, I've got the mouth crooked to the side. I didn't do the eyebrow thing. I guess I didn't notice the eyebrows. Or maybe that was a, a choice at the time. I don't remember. But uh, the font, the red, but you'll notice the differences. Notice the differences. I didn't put them in the same locations like Mike did with Man Cow. I did mine as a three-fourths profile pick instead of straight on. And instead of doing black and white, 
I did sort of a gray on beige. It's like clearly meant to be like, well, if I took the man cow logo and did my own thing with it, you know, I mean, look at, okay, let's do this. Look at mine. Then look at man cow. Those are pretty, those are almost different enough. I'm not sure. Oh, hang on. Let me uh, put this back to normal. I'm not sure that if you saw both of these, you would think they're the same thing. God damn it. Focus. Um, I think I could get away with this, right? Let me know in Discord when you guys have seen it. I know you got to wait for the stream to catch up. Oh, hell, that's a throwback. Beginning to realize I've been listening to podcasts for a way too gay period of time. Same, I love Adventures of Pete and Pete. That was pretty bad. It was terrible. I told uh, Boris, he was like, what do you want it to sound like? And I was like, I don't know. I can't sing. And he was like, I'll just do Green Day because anybody can do Green Day. <laughs> I think that's I think that's how that song came about. Um, I see what you're seeing, Jesse. I believe he said you're copying with the screens too. Yeah, I'm copying him. That's clearly a joke. I'm not even going to um, let that be known. Have you guys seen it yet? Can you guys see it yet? Yeah, yeah, we can see it. It's been on screen. For okay, now minute. if you saw these two, would you think I'm copying Man Cow? Not necessarily. It wouldn't be your first mm. thought, right? No, it yeah, no, it wouldn't. Thought, no, no. Now maybe if somebody brought it to you, but if you had seen Man Cow's logo and then seen Red Bar's logo, would you not immediately? Well, it's, the same. it's the same logo. So then, immediately. If you, so yeah. then, if you see my logo and then you see Red Bar's logo, I would imagine then it is not. It would be the same way as it works with the Man Cow one where you don't immediately go, oh, this is a ripoff of Red Bar. Um, now, that is purely intentional because I wanted the benefit of the doubt to be there for them to fall for the troll, but I also wanted them to then not be able to back away from the fact that Mike copied his. If what I did is copying Mike's logo, which is what they accused me of, then certainly what Mike did was copying Man Cow's logo. It's impossible to argue that otherwise. So that was the entire purpose of doing this sort of slight take on it. Just slight take on it. All right? Now you put all of this together. And finally what I did, after no, I, did, I put out this episode, episode 318 of my show. I put out this episode, still nobody noticed. I fucking all this stuff. Nem, 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 nem. Quiet. Mute yourself. Nem, mute. Nem, for the love of God, mute. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So, so um, I do all of that and nobody noticed. So finally, I took the logo and I tweeted it out. And I tweeted it out without all of the extra stuff I had done on the Photoshop, just the cartoon head. That alone. Just that asset that I drew tweeted that out and that day mike posted in his facebook group the same way he did with the delia post the other day he said oh look pot awful getting a little red barry and just a link to the tweet and i oh no i'm not copying no you know i went in and i defended it no it's not co- look how different it is look at all this stuff giving them the chance to go, you're copying Red Bar. And they did. They fell for it hook, line, and sinker. You can still find the post 
in his group. My all of my messages have been deleted because that account is long gone. Um, but you can still find the remnants of it in his group where they all defended it saying, I'm copying Mike. So sure enough, on the next episode, I did. I didn't talk any Mike stuff. I kept the logo in there. I kept the theme song in there. And then the very next red bar comes out and a listener, or it goes live, and a listener calls in and Mike wasn't going to talk about it. Isn't this an interesting pattern? It wasn't Mike who brought it up this time, and in 2011, it wasn't Mike who brought it up. If you listen to the episode, which I had to go re-listen to it to remember this, if you listen to the episode, a guy calls in in the middle of the show and says, are you going to talk about the pod awful thing from the group? You know, I listened to his show, and it's, it's pretty funny, but he's ripping you off. And he doesn't say what I'm ripping off. He just says he's ripping you off. And Mike, on that post had said in the same way he always does because he's got one joke the same way I've got one joke. On that post in his group, when everybody was making fun of me and saying I'm copying, he said, I like Pot Awful. It's one of my favorite shows. Clearly joking, but his listeners are so fucking stupid, they believed him. So this guy calls in saying, it was pretty funny. I listened to it at your recommendation. And Mike is like, my recommendation? I didn't say it. I don't like his show. I've never listened to it. And... The guy said, you said in the post you liked it. And Mike had to explain to him the joke. Well, here's me explaining the joke to you, Mike. He sat there and for 30 minutes went over my website, went over my theme song, went over my show where he just played the intro where I'm just introducing my guest from episode 319, who was Natasha Vainblot. He went over a clip I put out and all of it was copying. All of it. But the one thing that he skipped right over, in much the same way as he skipped over the quote at the bottom of the website, which again, was put there to parody Red Bar Radio. The one thing he skipped over was that logo. It came up for one second. And all of, I mean, 30 minutes at least they spent on me. It might have been an hour they spent on me. 30 minutes at least, though, and the logo gets mentioned by his co-host, and Mike goes, oh, yeah, the logo, and, uh, and also this thing over here. I'm not kidding. It's basically exactly like that. He skips right over the logo. Now, the worst part of all of this was my plan for the troll was, I, at the time, I would watch Red Bar Live, and I'd be in the chat room, and it was a call-in show. And my plan was when he finally talks about it, I was going to be there live for it and call in and go, but Mike, didn't you rip off the man cow logo? Bring up the man cow logo. I was going to tell, I was going to dare him to bring it up. Because then I'm, what can you do once this is on your screen and your room is filled with this? <laughs> the logos on screen are filled with that. What could you do? And the worst possible scenario happened. I went out and got groceries, and that's when Red Bar started. And I saw the notification of it going live. And so I'm at the grocery store listening to the show. It had already started. I saw it after the fact. They were already about, I don't know, an hour in or something maybe. 
and I'm listening to it live on my phone, but I can't call and be on my phone and listen to it at the same time. And now I've got a cart full of groceries I'm pushing around. And I lived about 12 blocks from the grocery store where I'd have to be carrying those groceries home. And they start talking about all of this while I'm checking out. And I, I'll never forget it. I can remember where I was. I remember the grocery store, everything. And I'm just sitting there listening in horror as they're bringing all this up and going, he's copying, he's copying. And he skips over the logo. And I go, what? You didn't even talk about the logo? He's copying, he's copying. And I'm trying to figure out how, what's the number? What do I call from my cell phone? I mean, these are, you're, remember, this is old days of cell phones. They didn't work like they do now. He's copying, he's copying. I've got hands filled with groceries. I'm struggling, walking down 12 blocks to carry. By the time I got home, my iTunes page had been so lit up with negative reviews. It was too late. It was too fucking late. What was I going to, well, I'm going to call in now. I mean, the show might've even ended by then. I don't know, but what am I going to do? Call in and say, oh, but what about your thing after having, you know, 50 negative reviews pop up on my tiny podcast page. So I went quiet about it. I didn't want more negative reviews. And he kept prodding for a little while. And at the time, I wasn't the same guy I am now. I didn't have that same fear factor. And I went quiet. And then after a while, I mean, what are you going to do? And he kept using that logo all this time until this year. And I bit my lip. And at a certain point when he kind of showed me a little respect and things were cooler, I kept it a secret on purpose. I said, okay, well, he got away with it that long. I'm not going to fucking rain on his parade now. I'm doing much better than I was doing way back then. Who cares? Water under the bridge. Mike David did not realize he was being trolled on his own show. And it should come as no fucking surprise because he can't handle trolls. Um, He's been trolled before on his show and he doesn't know what to do while being trolled. Here's a video he tried to get taken down from the internet that mysteriously in his archives, the third part of this video is missing from his bonus content section. Here's the time 4chan came to visit. And this should paint a picture for you why it is Mike doesn't, why it is Mike might fear me a little and he doesn't like internet-y things. Pretty good, pretty good. Sorry about the audio. Oh, oh, am I on right now? You're on. Oh, I have a question. What, what is, what's your, what's your ethnicity? Um, (laughs) Iranian. Oh, you're one of them sand niggers, that's cool. (laughs) That's this is, by the way, the origin of him lying about his ethnicity. This is where 4chan comes. Of course, they ask, are you Jewish? Because they can tell. And no, not Jewish. And if you watch the chat room on the side carefully, this was um, this is in 2013, I think. So at this point, I was full tilt, fuck Red Bar. And so you'll see me pop up in there because, well, I'll tell you why in a second, but you'll see me pop up in there posting a link to my show potawful.com 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 you see me do that a million times to people funny i'm part of the 9-11 kids oh sweet anything well, else that's really cool dude uh, you, right. get, you don't give hello hey yeah i just wanted to say really quickly um 
Anonymous and 4chan, it's like kind of two different things. I understand what it is. Why do you guys think that I don't know what you are? I know it's exactly. Not it's not oh, what is this? Nightwave Radio? He's so mad at the chat. Listen, yeah, I've been around. Listen, I've been doing this shit. Calm down, the guy said. Longer than any of you have. Okay? I've been part of Anonymous longer than any of you. Bring it on! I will dominate you. You don't know who I know. Oh, you're killing me. Hello. Guys, hey, um, you do know that uh, Anonymous is not uh, 4chan. I understand everything that this... No, it, no, you don't. I don't? You obviously don't. You're really mad right now, and that's... Oh, me. you're really mad right now, and he goes, I'm not mad. I don't know, guys, does he sound mad? Might be a little mad. Uh, yeah, he's, he's mad. He sounds cool as a cucumber, bro. <laughs> big mad, big frown. Dude, I posted a lot of kitty gifts. A lot of oh, memes. Wait, what? Oh, really? I know all about the memes. I know all about everything that you guys. What's your favorite one? I, I like the one with the, the big wiener. They're black. You're killing, man. Are you sure you know what an anonymous is? Or four chan? You don't get it. They're just not, going to follow you. They're going to mess there. with people you know. Yeah, this is from uh, 2013, uh, January of 2013. Now, dude, what you guys don't understand. Aren't you mad at me? I do what you do. Uh, so I, I do what you, I'm one of you guys. Leave me alone. I'm begging you. I'm okay with it. If you want to do it to me, you can do it to me. What are you going to do? You're screaming at You know, after they tried to say I was copying Red Bar, they tried to raid my chat. And this is something they're going to try to do on Sunday when this is free for everybody as well. They're already in the comments on YouTube. Let I mean, this is how Mike handles the same type of thing. Stop screaming um, hold on, I gotta show, I gotta call. Hello? You're on. Oh, oh here I come, here, here come all the potawful.com. Guys, come on. <laughs> Hello? Guys, come on. All right, I just want to play it till the potawful.com's popped up. Now, I was there for that, and the reason Mike might be a little bit afraid of a guy like me, because I'm similar to those guys. Well, <laughs> who do you think posted it to 4chan? <laughs> who do you think posted the fucking link to 4chan? <laughs> now, I never would promote normally in their uh, in the chat room like that, but. I figured, well, 4chan's here. I'd like them to come see my show because I have a feeling if I got raided the same way, I'd handle it a little better. And in fact, that's exactly what happened, and I did. It was no big deal. Just ignored them and kept doing the show. That video and that show goes on for so long it was split into three parts, okay? So at that point, by 2013... Just the failed troll, who cares? You know, like, I'd already gotten him back. That's not the only way, by the way. That's one of many examples. I was very excited to find that. I had no idea that still existed. Somebody posted that in uh, our group or Discord or something, 
And when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, that's still there. And then somebody else said, Pot Awful's in the chat in the video. And I'm like, yes, this is amazing. Because the guy who clipped that, he was like screen recording it at the time. That was, he was recording that live at the time. You can hear him laughing in the video. And so for that to still exist, that's a, a fucking treasure, man. That's unbelievable. The wow. one other thing got posted to the group here making fun of Mike. And I'm not really sure what this is, but apparently it's another time he tried to, um, you know, combat with somebody in the chat. Another Mersh moment. You know, Mersh, Mike David, Royce, you know, these types of guys. Mersh, Mike David, Andy Worski, that type of guy. Dick Masterson, Mike David. Okay, this is called Kids These Days. I don't know why. I don't <laughs> I haven't really listened to this. Hang on, let me roll it back. Hey, all you losers, come and listen to us. It's the Red Bar Radio Show. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot about when they had that as the intro to their song. Like their intro song to the show. Huh. That's. Hang on a second. I want to play this clip for you, but that... Hang on, can we listen to that one more time? Hey, all you losers, come and listen to us. It's the Red Bar Radio Show. Hey, all you losers, come and listen to us. It's the Red Bar Radio Show. I completely forgot about that one. I, I wonder how long he used that. Because it reminds me of the theme song to this show called Keith and the Girl. Um, you guys probably haven't heard of it, but Keith and the Girl was another one of these podcasts sort of in this realm. I've actually been in their studio before. I've, uh, I've met them before. I was on one of their programs. And... They've got a really similar theme song. In fact, they're still using it to this day, but I know they used it back then. You know, I used to listen to Keith and the Girl for a little while, and they definitely were using that same theme song at the same kind of time. Hang on a second. Let me just... All right, here's Keith and the Girl. Let's just take a listen to their version. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? what the fuck? What? No, don't you hear? In one of them, they say assholes, what? and the other one, they say losers. Hang on. Let what me... the fuck? It's the same fucking thing. Oh, it's the same. Oh, is it? Now, I, oh, only, yeah. I only play this because there's going to be people out there, Mike himself, they're going to say, no, you weren't trolling. You were copying. You're coming back and trying to... How do you explain this? Because if I wasn't trolling by putting one line in a song that makes no sense, what do you call this? Hang on. He had to say it. I mean, I would love to see it. There has to be a clip of him saying, ha, 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 we got him. There has to. I, it's so blatant. I hope. I hope. Find it for me. Fuck. Please do so I can stop thinking this because... To be All right, honest. Mike, you got the you, you're the one who has to wade through your 16,000 yeah. uh, hours, man. Balls Find in your court, dude, because I ain't looking for it. Fuck. But I, I welcome no. it. You know why I think Mike David copies me? Because I don't forget about this shit. Hey, all you losers, come and listen to us. It's the Red Bar Radio Show. Hey, all you losers, come and listen to us. It's the Red Bar Radio Show. Hey, all you assholes, come and listen to us. It's the Keith and the Girl Show. 
Same thing. It's the, Crazy. It's the same, same song. It, hey. And you know what? If if Tur- you had opened with that, I would have thought, nah, that that was a troll. That was him doing a troll. You know, you can't be right about this. But the fact that you started with a man cow logo and how that was and how he paid money. He paid very good money to put little thing decals all over his studio. That wasn't a troll move. So that makes me think that neither is this. And it's all it's all about timing, really. It's almost as if I thought about, well, which thing would make more sense to show you first? I know. I mean, exactly. Let it me is. tell you. <laughs> let me explain something to you, though. That was their theme song on Red Bar for a long time. That wasn't a wow. one or two episode thing. That was yeah. it. In fact, I think the one that I parodied of theirs replaced that one. I think that was <laughs> the one before it. I, I don't remember for sure. I might be wrong about that. Um, but feel free to go back through their archives and find out for yourself. Or wow. find me something that proves me wrong about this. I, I want it. I honestly want it because I'm starting to be concerned. I mean, ripping off Howard Stern, ripping off Man Cow, ripping off Opie and Anthony, ripping off Keith and the Girl, which might be the gayest of all of those podcasts um, from that time period. And they're like nowhere now. The theme now. was certainly gay. Yeah, the theme song definitely sucks, but didn't suck enough for Red Bar Radio. They used it. They liked it. The guitar in Mike's version is way more lame. Yeah, well, he also didn't have any drums in his version because he didn't have anybody play the drums. <laughs> and he was it was copying. like a karaoke version of a song rather than a pre-recorded one, well, like lowering uh, quality type of thing. I think yeah. he was lip syncing it as well. All right, let's see what this <laughs> one's all about, though. You can't listen to that a different way from now on. You can't look at these graphics a different way from now on. Every show until they put those screens in the background of Red Bar Radio this year, every single one of those shows is now ruined for you forever. If you've seen this, if you've got a brain in your head, you will now look at that and go, Mike, what were you doing? Every time he claps. I gotta say I opened up by saying I don't notice the copying. I don't look for like I just I don't notice it. And I kind of expected to maintain that attitude through this episode. And we would just talk about the overreaction or whatever else. But fuck, you got me, dude. I mean, that's obvious. You got me. I, I mean, and these are just the ones I was able to find within the past few hours, you know, and I try to get some people to help me find some shit and like. It's too impossible to wade through his stuff. It's his stuff's not on YouTube, so there's no transcripts or anything. You can't find it. Like that's the beauty of it for him is we know he's a liar. We now know he's a copier. But how can you prove it if you have to find these things in hours and hours of content? I'm starting to wonder are the 5 6 7 8 9 10 hour shows that long because you're trying to give away that much content? Or are they that long because it helps hide what you're doing? Who's going to wade through it all? I, I mean, I know that for a fact on my own end. When I do super long shows, ain't nobody going to see all that. Nobody's going to remember what happened midway through one of those shows. All right, let's watch this clip. I honestly don't know what this is. Is Mike for real right now? Really? What, what is so crazy about this? What is so crazy about what I'm talking about right now? Is Mike for real right now? How dare I even look at this chat? I'm telling you. I look in the chat room, and they really bother me. Are you just trying to say something? Are you just trying to get noticed? 
Is Mike for real right now? About what? You need to tell me what? What are you referring to, sir? I would never bang on a desk, something I've never copied. I would never do a growl voice. Mike, one of the things he does, and uh, I want you to catch him on this the next time he does one of his patented karaoke's. He can't go high, like he can't sing either. So his trick is he growls instead. He's doing it right now as well. He goes like, uh, I don't know, what's a a freak on a leash, right? So he'd be like, uh, something take, something, instead of going, something takes a part of me, he would go, something takes a part of me. He thinks that like makes up for it. And then he ends up growling so hard that he can't keep doing the song. Huh? Nothing left to lose in the chat? What are you referring to? I think I remember Is that. Mike for real right now? Nothing left You know, I wish I had a fucking firearm right into your neck, and then you could ask me that same question. Is Mike for real? Yes. Because you know what's real? The bullet. It- Why would that be something to get angry over? So is Mike for real right now? Why is that angering? Believes in you. I need to know. I can't move on. I saw that. It's bothering me. Wow. What is so crazy about what I've been talking about? I'm trying to give you a fucking tip. Is Mike for real right now? No. I'm trolling you. Get out of my show. By the way, you see the microphone he's got? It's the same one I've got. You know, everybody uses his mic. He bought that microphone with the money that he never gave back for the album he didn't produce. He said, oh, I got to get this mic because it's going to be the perfect microphone for recording a rap album, which is not true. <laughs> like this is, I mean, it's a great microphone. It's fine, but it's not the one you would get for rap specifically. Anyway, I just, I think it's interesting. There's that microphone. This is around the time he was scamming people out of their money. It's just an asshole in the chat. Okay, so we're banning him. It just I don't get why these fucking dorks think him. they could front me. It's really front. becoming a problem. I've been doing this for 10 years. I understand people aren't going to like the show, but the uh, the the it's just like merch they say in the chat room. You said it, I don't know. The the people lately just such fucking total dorks. I'm sorry. Hang on. Thinking that they could just talk <laughs> shit. I will beat the living fuck out of you, bro. Look at the fucking man. You deserve it, too. Look at this. You're such a dick. I've never gotten you know, to I've, do this. This is. I got to exp- tell you guys, this is an incredible moment for me. I've been sitting on this so long, and I don't keep a secret well. You guys know this. This man cow thing, man. I've never put it back to back like this. It's It's worse than I remember. <laughs> I'm not sure I even remember this red version of it before. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Wow. This is incredible. This, I've, I'm finally having fun doing this. You meet these people on tour, too. You meet? Wait, what? What did he just say? Hang on. People just fucking say shit. No accomplishment under their belt. Oh, the merch line. What have you done? Beat the living fuck out of you, bro. Oh, my God. You deserve this it, too. Mersh. This is Mersh. You're such a dick. Wow. You know, I meet these people on tour, too. I meet these people on tour? 
Tor? Like Tor. The, the web T- browser? T-O-R? T-O- yeah, T-O-R, T-O-U-R. <laughs> what is he saying? Is he yeah, saying- the first thing I thought was Tor, yeah, yeah. T-O-R, but... <laughs> Oh God! I've He's got to be talking about the because well he didn't he manage I don't know he said he managed comedy club I don't know what the story is of that but yeah, you would have never go on some type story of traveling tour it's a very long story oh I'm sorry what hang on hang on I just realized I took my glasses I got to put my glass back on before Mike gets horny he's gonna think he's looking at jewels um okay go ahead what'd you say uh, he uh, apparently he managed a comedy club tour T O U R. I don't know. What's I thought he was saying T O R like the browser, the tour. Well, that's uh, you know, there, there are special messages for that type. Let's see. People are just fucking say shit. No accomplishment under their belt. Nothing. <laughs> Can you believe somebody criticizing something who hasn't already done the thing they're criticizing? That's your job, man. What are you talking about? That's what you do. A no-nothing lurking piece of shit under a pseudo name in the chat. By the way, I covered YouTube before Mike did. And you're going to say some fucking shit. You're a fucking nerd. It really is. You're becoming an internet problem. I want to non-anonymize the internet. Really. Take all the fucking masks off these fucking dorks. Because you think you could run your mouth. That is somebody else's bit. That's from something. I'm not kidding. I I haven't seen this. That's from something. What is that from? Did Corolla used to say that? Somebody used to say that. I know it. I man, I always I get these in the back of my head. This is why it's crazy to accuse me of copying. I like so fucking vigilant about this sort of stuff. Maybe Gavin McInnes was Gavin around at this time. Somebody would say this. But you haven't earned it! And people will beat the living fuck out of you in public if you ever ran your mouth like you do here. With this fucking trite ad... You think you're so much better. Cool tattoos, though. Gotta admit It really is gross. Where is he? What's his name in the chat? It's not just him. By the way, how freaky is it to see him without the beard? You see the big cheeks. The really big. This is why he grew his beard out. He's got these really big cheeks. He hates them. He hates when you point at him. You know, if you were to go up to him and go, I don't know if he would be able to survive. So his colostomy bag might explode in anger. <laughs> he, he would. He hates his cheeks. He can't stand the cheeks. Him is not. And his. He and Jules, by the way, if they, I, it's a good thing they're not planning to have a kid because that would be the biggest cheat thing on earth. Their child could survive every winter on nuts alone by cheeking those acorns. <laughs> Listen, I'm not just flipping out because of his little comment. It's this attitude. I want to keep pointing it out every time it happens because I want to change shit. It's this attitude that the young. What was that? It's this attitude. See, he's doing somebody here. He's do. I'm telling you, he's doing somebody. It's this attitude. He doesn't talk like that. He says things like "roof" and "different." <laughs> Time it happens because I want to change shit. It's this attitude. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is it? It's this attitude. Oh my god! I'm gonna start saying that. I'm gonna copy <laughs> this. 
It's his attitude. <laughs> He's not doing that on purpose. Keep pointing it out every time it happens because I want to change shit. It's his attitude. <laughs> I swear to God, that sounds funnier every single time. That the young. <laughs> what is Every that? time it happens because I want to. Ch- I got to figure this out. Change shit. It's his attitude. <laughs> it's almost like he's saying attitude. It's his attitude. There's the E in front of a U. It's yeah. his attitude. Keep pointing it out every time it happens because I want to change shit. It's his attitude. <laughs> Do you hear the E? I heard yeah. the E. It's his attitude. <laughs> That's not a joke. He's not fucking around here. That the youngsters of the internet, the ugliest fucks, have where they... Th- I could look at how small he is. I could so easily kill him. <laughs> And now he's got a colostomy bag. I can't believe he makes threats against me. You know, he tried to say he's taller than me. As if I hadn't met him in real life and have photos. I had to bow my legs completely out to get into a photo. Oh, yeah, he explained the photos thing. He said that whenever you saw him, you had a camera or something, and he was picking something up. And as he was standing up, you were standing there with the camera, and you got... You can see he's holding my belly, and he's literally... I have three photos of us together, by the way. And Mm. and I also have photos of him behind the scenes at Gavin's desk, where you can see it looks like a little kid in his dad's suit behind the desk. You know, he's going, ah! Well... And, well, hang on. In one of the photos I've got, he's, like, holding on to me, and he's leaning back and going like this. He's, like, literally making that that face. And if you look at it, he's what he's doing. And I never realized this until years later because, look, David Ray Martinez took the photo. And when he took it, he said, okay, y'all get in together now. Jesse, get down so you can be in the – he literally told me to get down to be in the photo. (laughs) I'm not kidding. And Mike heard that, and I didn't realize this until years later. He went like, uh, to try to make himself look taller. It's not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm telling you, he's not taller than Mersh. He's five foot eight maximum. I believe he was wearing a chunky heel. <laughs> and I believe he's five foot seven. If I had to guess, if I had to bet money, I would bet money he's five foot seven. Release the documents. Doctor height, Mike. Go on camera. And take out a tape measure on camera. Show the bottom of your feet. Take out several iPads. Here's what I want you to do. Grab as many iPads as you can. You've got plenty. And stack them. iPad on top of iPad. And show me how many iPads tall you are. My guess is, and I'm talking full-size iPad, standard-size iPad, you're no taller than five iPads. Would be my guess. But... You're not you're not over five eight. It's impossible. I met the man. What were you gonna say, Nem? You were saying something. He said something oh, about the I forgot. Uh, Some, I don't know. Something Hashtag about height docs, man. Something about what he was saying about my height and his height. He was telling telling people I was shorter than him. It's oh yeah, I told people you were five six. So I was thinking the math on that. He said he towered over you. You were probably five six. So obviously that's something on his mind. Height. He was. He was. Well, you know, height was on his mind. I know what it is. A few yeah. times. To- a few times. Um, in the past year or so, 
when somebody has brought up Mike to me and how like, uh, oh, I suck, Mike is great, or I'm copying or whatever, I've responded with the photo of us and me saying Mike is short. And I've sent messages, <laughs> I've sent private messages to people who must have leaked it to him saying Mike is shorter than me. But okay, let's go with the theory. I would, I, you know what? I'd love to go with this theory. Let's go with the theory that I am five foot six. That's what he said. Five foot six. That's I, I believe it was. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Then that makes Mike, Mike David, five foot five. Okay. He's nearly James's height. Now, if you look here on the, uh, now, hang on. Actually, let me show it to you on the actual on the screen because that that TV's at an angle. I don't want it fucking up. See, look how much. Look at the fucking difference between that. <laughs> look how he shrinks going from one to the other. Whoop, 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 whoop. Okay, so if you look here, this is a perfectly even photograph. All right, you can see the lines behind us, the lines on the screen of the screen and everything, and you can see that I am leaning over my head is tilted i'm leaning over and if you look carefully he's kind of got his hand grabbing me here but if you look you can tell i'm sort of doing a curtsy okay this is sort of a a a uh yeah curtsy it's the only other word i can think of i'm bowing my legs and i'm still taller than him what i'd like ladies and gentlemen (laughs) i'd like to bring out our good friend the Telestrator. Oh, shit. Let's do some height math, shall we? Here we go. This is what it's all about. You wanted petty? I got fucking petty for you, you Jew. And I want you to admit on... I also need you to admit, if you ever respond to this, like the little fucking weasel bitch you are, you better admit on camera, yes, I'm Jewish. Okay, if you go over any of this and you skip the part where I prove you're a Jew, then we've got a problem. I will start World War III and there will be another show. All right, let's take a look here. You've got the eyes straight across. So obviously this is all even. Now let's keep that going. Oh, no. I could bite out his eyes at this height. (laughs) I could I could poke him in the eyes with my tongue, you know, like a Three Stooges gag, and it would be no issue. Let's look at the, at the mouth. Where does the mouth go? Let's compare the mouth. Ah, uh, he's going to be eating my chin hair. He's going to be sucking that scrotum hair I've got on the bottom of my dumb head. And let's go. Now, he, of course, brushes his hair so that it's as thick as possible up top to give him some extra height. So, obviously, the top of his head would be... About, if we do the math, it's a right about here. That's the actual top of his head. Everything else here, that's all extra. This is what we call extra, okay? <laughs> this right here is the top of his head. And if you look, and again, I'm bent over with my head tilted. If you look here, wow. <laughs> now, the top of my head, you can see the top of my head. That's a part in my hair. So right here is the top of my head. And again, it is tilted over, and yet still we see it's even higher than his little hair. Now, if we were to increase my height by 
straightening me out. First of all, with the rotation of the head, okay, if we rotate the head, then the top of the head would go from here to about, let's see, about here at the very least. So I'm missing about an inch at the very least just by tilting my head alone. So in reality, I mean, I'm along the, the blue border here in height from him. But again, I'm curtsying. I'm trying to be very polite. This is the first time we've met in real life. I'm trying to be nice. Another thing I stole from Mike, being nice. And if you were to give me my full height, I'm not kidding. I'm going to have to erase all of this. If you were to give me my full height, um, how do I clear this? I would actually be as tall as right here-ish. Wait, hang on. For some reason, my thing is gone. What happened? I'd be right here. That would be my full height. Okay? Actually, basically the black border here would be my full height. So I am this much taller than Mike David. Incredible. Incredible. And he's got a poop bag. Remember, he's got a poop bag. He's weak. And he can't control himself anymore. And it would be a bloodbath. It would be an absolute fucking bloodbath. It wouldn't even be close. Uh, <laughs> how, um, how tall of a lady is Jules? Jules is actually the same height as Mike. They're the exact same oh, height. Boy. When they try to do anything, Oof. when they like, um, when they get together, you know, in a, when she shows him her natural illustrations, they actually, she, he has to get on a box to do anything. You know, they meet up exactly. All their parts are exactly even, but that doesn't work for natural moments. So they have at the corner of their bed, they claim it's a dog stool to let the dog get up on the bed, but really it's just an <laughs> apple crate that they got for Mike so that he could be at the right height for penetration. Um, and, uh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Hang on. I'm sorry. I mean, Jules penetrating Mike when she... They do pegging is what I mean by that. So I don't know. Anyway, um, how did we get on that? How did we get to his height? I forget. Oh, this thing. All right. Anyway, you get it. That's the um, video. All right. Well, one more thing since he started talking about since he got into the bedroom talk or whatever. Yeah. So side note, if anyone saw it, Andy Worski was on the last part of that episode and he like fell in love with Mike. It was fucking weird. It was no, weird he already fuck. was. He, he's a big fan that, of Red Bar. Well, he, he was geek. I mean, geeking is definitely the right word for it. Absolutely. Geeking out romantically. Yep. Uh, Jules, whenever Mike like played on, he's like, uh, I love this like Dom sub situation we have. And Jules, without missing a beat, yeah, you want to like come on over or something? Come visit the house? That's and true. That's true. Oof. That's true. Didn't there miss you. a beat. It came out very naturally. Very natural. Sounded pretty sincere. Sounded sincere. They're into Dom sub stuff, but that, that reminds me. I want to end this on a positive note, okay? Boom. Um, and you guys, I'll ask you to be quiet. I'll stay on here with you so you can just listen this way, but uh, I just want to kind of end this one on my own, okay? So uh, here's the thing. I want to apologize for any hardships I've caused in the Jewish David household I had no clue that all this stuff was going on. I didn't understand who was watching the show. I didn't know. I'm not trying to cuck you, Mike. I'm so sorry. So as my apology, number one, Jules, ew, no. 
Okay, gross. Have you seen my wife? She's, I mean, come on. It's not even close. But no, thank you. I'm so sorry. I wish you the best. I know things are tough. I, Mike, I wish you the best with your poop bag problem. And I wanted to say, um, I have been fucking up. There is something I fucked up with, and I've been fucking up a long time, and I've been a hypocrite. And this is the honesty that I'm talking about that you're not going to hear from Red Bar Radio. I'm going to admit my mistakes, and I'm going to come clean on something that I've been fucking up on, okay? I tell you guys all the time, unsubscribe from the things you're not actually enjoying. Reconsider what it is you're listening to. I tell you, I mean, how many, I must have talked about that very recently on the show. I put campaigns out there. I say it all the time. Go through your YouTube subscriptions and go, am I really watching this? Am I really listening to this? I haven't been doing that. I've done it a few times, but not everywhere. And the one show that has evaded me trying to make sure I'm doing that the right way has always been Red Bar because I haven't enjoyed this show for years, man, for years. And every time I go to delete it, I don't do it for one reason and one reason only. It fills a lot of time. I mean, sometimes I'll listen to one episode. It takes me a whole day to get through it. And I'm not talking about the 10-hour ones either. So I keep giving it a pass off of this need to fill time, but also this sort of, I don't know, this legacy pass. It's kind of grandpawed in. No offense, Mike. It's kind of grandpawed in to my all of my podcasts, my, my subscriptions, because I remember the good days. And there's a lot of Red Bar people that remember the good days, and that's why they're still listening. Now, as far as you guys go, there's probably a lot of you never listened to Red Bar in your life. There's some of you that have been listening forever, and there's some of you that just started listening to it. I've had multiple people tell me they'd never heard of Red Bar until me, which is, that's a new world for me to live in. Let me tell you something. That used to not be the case. So let me tell you, if you enjoy Red Bar, I am not telling you to stop listening. I want you to listen to the things you like, and if you like it, that's great. But Red Bar has not been the type of show I like for years and years and years. And I'm always very specific with what I like. I like a show that creates. I like a show that makes things happen. And Red Bar had this terrible, unfortunate situation many years ago where they made fun of this awful, fat, disgusting, probably a stinky pussy. Just You could imagine the number of skin tags in her folds woman named Amy Miller. She's a comedian. She was on Last Comic Standing, and apparently she had connections to everyone in Silicon Valley because Mike made fun of her, and it shut down his entire show. She got him kicked off of iTunes. He's not even on there anymore. He still isn't. Got kicked off of Twitter. Still not on there. Got kicked off of YouTube. He's back on there. I don't know how that works. He got kicked off of everything. Banned. I would never, I would, to the day I die, I would fight against that. I would stand and defend Red Bar against something like that ever happening again. In fact, I even mentioned that when I called into a show the other day. But that incident changed Red Bar forever and for the worse, in my eyes. 
Red Bar Radio became a show that did things, that would go anywhere and do anything, to a show that watches a screen. I don't tolerate that from Mersh. I don't tolerate that from Dayman. I don't tolerate that from your standard YouTuber. I don't take that from anybody, not Mr. Medicare, not Dick Masterson. There's nobody on earth where they're just sitting there and watching other people do things where I go, this is real content. It's not. Now, occasionally in recent history, have they made a few things happen? Yes, and I commend them for it. But I haven't enjoyed it. I haven't sat there and been like, holy shit, no way. The only place that ever really happens to me anymore is right here in this fucking chair and while I'm making pot awful. And I think you know it. And I think you enjoy it too. You wouldn't bring up the Santa Cruz Joker fight otherwise. It might be an untoppable event, really, in the grand scheme of whatever this is we do. So I'm making you a promise right now. I'm going to correct the wrongs that I've done in the past. Let me open my phone. I am permanently unsubscribing from Red Bar Radio. I do not need them. I do not like them. I do not want them. Here is their podcast right here. Hang on. As you can see, here is their podcast. That's their logo there. I know it's hard to see on the... The screen there, Red Bar Radio. Actually, let me go to the shows page and unsubscribe and delete from library. And the thing I just deleted from the library is the episode about me. I'll never hear it, and I'll never hear another episode. Now, after all this proof of all this copying you do, And knowing in the future, I won't have heard your show. And I've already unsubscribed on YouTube, by the way. I did that a while ago. I'm not into the clickbait stuff, sorry. With all this knowledge, what will be your excuse next time? Jules, please don't come to my house, okay? I know, I'm busy with Mike's mom. Thank you, everybody. I hope you make the same decisions as I do. I hope... You rethink these things, especially after what you've seen tonight. But if you like Red Bar, keep watching it. Just don't tell me what's going on. I don't need to know. Oh, he copied me? No shit. He's been copying for years. Thanks, everybody. Until next time, have an awful day. Head over to potawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at potawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the Pizza Fund. Potawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at potawful.com. Sorry, nigga. This content right here is Pizza Fund only. Potawful.pizza. This shit is beef Hot awful dot pizza. We got shooters in these streets.